0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Been Drinking, Been Watching. I'm your host, Andrew Hogan, joined as always by my co-hosts, Matthew Belts and Alex Ace-Caimano. This week, we take a dive into Gus Van Zant's 1997 *Goodwill Hunting, a touching tale of a wayward young man from South Boston who struggles to find his identity, living each day aimlessly in a world where he can find a solution to any problem he faces, except the one brewing deep within himself. This film stars and is co-written by Matt Damon and Ben Affleck, also featuring Robin Williams in an Oscar-winning supporting role, Stellan Skarsgård and Minnie Driver. This podcast is officially, unofficially sponsored by Sam Adams Boston Lager. Goodwill Hunting took us on an emotional roller coaster. We had a lot of fun breaking it down, and we hope you all enjoy. Cheers, everybody!
1: Oh, all right. What's going on? Been drinking, been watching. You can sit on your own dick for this one. I will answer, but I need to know the parameters here. Fucking <laughs> We're hot. We're hot. It's like the story of the hippopotamus. Ruben, you know the story of the. He, he tried to be a zebra, he put a stripe on him, and he was not a zebra. Spot like a leopard. Like a leopard. <laughs> but no, he just have to accept that he is a hippo. Are oh, we what live? What the fuck are you guys talking about? You never seen the Long King Polly?
2: Yeah, but I don't remember that fucking line. Hank
1: Azaria in the beginning. Ruben, you're for scuba? My name is Claude. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: okay, yeah, we are totally live
1: though.
3: Oh. Awesome.
2: Awesome.
1: Hi. Hi everybody. <laughs>
2: it's been it's been a little bit. huh? Well, it's been a whole seven days, like it usually is. Uh, I know. Seven it's
1: too days. long. Too. Long. We should watch that movie. See seven one? days or seven uh, or seven pounds or at all three. <laughs> I'd be down for or all seven three. or seven. <laughs> well, you just said that. I, yeah, no, but... I was talking about the ring. I was saying that, like you know, in the anyway. I thought you said seven pounds of Will
0: Smith. <laughs> I
2: did. I said we should watch seven or seven pounds <laughs> or seven pounds or seven, or seven psychopaths
1: or seven psychopaths. What else is seven? Fourteen oh eight divided by seven right <laughs> <laughs> i love 1408 we're so fucking good oh man so where are we at what are we doing tonight
2: doing goodwill hunting who wants to start off with their initial impressions not
0: Matt.
1: Not I. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna take a back seat on this.
0: You're movie. gonna defer to the initial impressions? I will defer. Okay, I'll start. Motion to defer. Um, so Goodwill Hunting, uh, huge, huge movie my whole life. I've loved it since I was a little kid. Um, you know, it's got the Boston aspect to it. It just it really it's it honestly really is emotional, but it's like it's like a tough movie, you know, it's got a really tough exterior, but it does have a lot of heart to it. And I don't personally, I think the biggest thing that stands out for me is that Ben Affleck actually does have some chops when it comes to acting. You know, like, I think Ben Affleck is a, it puts in a really good performance in this movie. All right, I'm going to step in right there. No.
1: Wait, wait, wait,
2: wait. Let him, you'll, you'll have your chance. All right, all right, all right. You'll
0: have your day in court. <laughs> well, now I'm kind of intrigued because you're wrong. But anyway, um, Robin Williams, oof, man, Robin Williams. This movie Absolute is like, you know, fucking dime. probably one of the best roles. He's so good in this movie and I mean I love the scenery you know like the MIT background like I I love all the scenes taking place on the college um the sidekick ca- Casey Affleck Cole Hauser like their friends their friendship that they have is so great and and you see it initially in like the uh, the Carmine Scarpaglia scene you know when when they got to kick that guy's they got to kick his ass out there Fuck on the I playground hate that fruitcake. Yeah he used to beat me up in kindergarten you <laughs> know Um. Yeah, I honestly love this movie. I think it it has so much heart, and it has such a good story to it. Um, I give I give Damon and Aff like a lot of credit. Ace, what do you got?
2: I've also loved this movie since I was a child. This was one of the first, um, like I guess serious dramas that I saw back in high school, and I was immediately hooked. I was like, "This is great. This is." It's weird because it kind of feels like anybody could relate to that at that time, like a younger person just trying to figure out exactly what they're trying to do or what they want to do or like where their potential is and like how to give meaning to life, Mm. which is what I took away from this whole movie was trying to find meaning to life. And you can see that in the academics, like their meaning is their academics, but look how detached they are from the whole rest of the world. Uh, Robin Williams' meaning was his wife, but look what happened to him. He became detached and Matt Damon is walking around here with no meaning at all. His meaning is just his friends and his life in Boston and, you know, his books. Mm. He has his books. Mm. But I thought that was interesting how he, you know, he coped with everything that happened to him as Will Hunting, the character in the libraries, like, and taking out, um, like, just burying himself in these books. And I, I loved it. Loved every bit of it. Robin Williams almost makes me cry every time.
1: For sure. For sure. Yeah, I feel both of what... Everything you guys are saying, I I, I feel to a certain extent. But I'm I'm just going to go back to what we talked about last week. I, I had never seen this movie. Mm-hmm. I had never seen this movie in its entirety, right? I had seen clips on YouTube. I had seen, like, these separate emotional... And, like, I had always, you know, felt it. So, like, the perf- before seeing the movie in its entirety, I felt by watching clips on YouTube and seeing abstract, you know, pieces that it... Was a really powerful movie like this, you know, every everything with uh, Will, everything with uh, Sean. Those are powerful scenes. <clears throat> now tear it apart. Now tear it apart. Guys. I don't ah, see. I don't know. I don't really have a lot to tear apart other than the fact that it, the sum of the parts. How do, how do I want to phrase this? The parts are better than the whole the parts are better than the whole. Yeah. So like when I was watching it on YouTube, I felt a very strong connection to the material. I was like, Oh damn, like these are very powerful scenes. And like when I'm watching them, like I don't need the full context because Damon, uh, Williams, uh, Skarsgård, and I'll give it a little leeway with Affleck. They they were powerful performances. The scenes were well-written and I felt it on an emotional level. When I watched it for the first time in full, I was like, Ooh, I don't know, man. It doesn't. It doesn't gel for me as a whole. Do you think that's like stylistically? You think that's got something to do
2: with, you know, the camera
1: and the cinematography and Gus Van Zandt? Honestly, thing? honestly, no. I I don't. I don't know what it is. I don't think. It, I don't think it's a stylistic thing. I think for me, it was. Um, I walked away feeling like Damon and Avlek had written amazing scenes, and somehow it wasn't pieced together. It's like all meat, no bones. Maybe. I don't even know if that's what I want to say. I mm. I I really do. I feel like it was just uh, the whole thing. It left me feeling like, okay, that was a good movie. That was a really good movie. But like, I didn't see it as this big gigantic thing. Like maybe that was because it'd been built up. Because say, obviously maybe it was
2: too built up for you. Obviously man. Andrew maybe. loves it
1: and my buddy Thomas, he's been busting my balls for years. He's like, "What? You haven't seen Goodwill Hunting?" I'm like, yeah. "What? I know I haven't." Maybe it's because of how
0: late in your life you saw it. It's Maybe. possible and actually no yeah, that's, that's a, a lot really good fucking point that's because got a lot to do with it I'm sure.
1: What you were just saying about how uh Damon's character kind of like hits on like almost a teenage aspect like if you're seeing that movie when you're young you're like I can relate because I'm nothing but potential. Right. I'm nothing but potential at this age and like yeah like You know, it's hard to give up whatever creative thing you have in service of, you know, being for somebody else. Yeah, like finding
0: a way to prioritize what is gonna be like your next step when you're a teenager. Like that's something really hard to come to terms with. Just having a next step. Mm -hmm. Just having any kind of
2: wherewithal of what you should do to set yourself up for the future. I'm surprised because Will Hunting kind of reminds me of a Holden.
1: Oh, dude, he's—that's the thing. He's so a Boston this, Holden Caulfield. This movie is the film version, to a certain degree, of Catcher in the Rye, in a by J.D. Salinger. Yeah. Uh, and I, Ace, you and I have talked about this a lot. So hmm. the thing about J.D. Salinger and Holden Caulfield is that, like, J.D. Salinger has been notorious. I don't know if you know this, Andrew, but J.D. Salinger would not, during his lifetime, and he put it in his will for the estate. Nobody can make a movie of this, right? right. And. I, I won't say this like verbatim from JD, but my assumption is because when you read no, Holden Caulfield, when speak you, <laughs> when you read Holden Caulfield, you identify as that person. Sure. You're reading that at especially such a time, as a teenager. especially yeah. as a teenager. So it's like to see anybody try and put like a pin, like, Oh, let's put a face to that. No, no, no. Holden Caulfield is everybody. Sure. So to a certain degree, I think that kind of applies with uh, Damon's character.
2: Yeah, I think so too. I mean,
1: which I think is a strength of the movie. Yeah. Okay. That's good. Okay. So now th- I just want to know what you didn't like. No, no. no I really that- got to know. What you want. <laughs> now, now <laughs> you really wanted. Okay. I really so gotta know. there was, there was, there were two things that really did not do it for me. And okay. It was this was a directorial choice. <laughs> this was absolutely a directorial choice, and it was actually the scene you guys were just talking about. What, what was the guy's name that they beat up on the basketball court?
0: Carmine Scarpaglia.
1: Carmine. <laughs> that scene did not work for me at all anymore. The beat up one. The slow motion gang beat up and like it was so west side story and it didn't age well at all i was like what are you guys doing with this slow motion 60 frames per second bullshit just beat him up i mean i guess stylistically it works like if you're going for the ends of like this is supposed to be the dramatic moment where like will is about to be plunged into a completely new life sure
2: but i think that it's it's almost i think that he did it because that's kind of like, that's his fun for some reason. Like, he really enjoys doing that. That, like, that. That's his retribution. That's him, like, taking out everything that ever happened to him. And especially with somebody that used to beat him up. Like, ooh, this is, this is right. This feels super right. They don't really go into that much. But you can tell when he's in the court and they give this rap sheet of assault, assault, assault. I mean, I don't know if it's just unaggravated. And you see that the guy's a fucking douchebag, like, mm. walking down the street hollering at people. He was probably a douchebag his whole life. So for Will, it's like yeah, get the fuck out. Of my car. We're gonna fucking tune this guy up real quick.
1: So you're just you're defending the stylistic choice based on what they were trying to say about the character.
2: Almost, almost like Clockwork Orange. esque I won't compare it completely to Clockwork Orange, but you're you treading can, on
1: dangerous grounds, man. I'm <laughs> just saying.
2: I'm just saying. Um, shooting violence in a stylized way,
1: stylized way like that. Yeah, I can see that. I I I respect that. I feel it. I just it it seemed corny. It but seemed very I, 90s. I just fucking
2: I just fucking love how. They were just willing to get out, like park the car, beating the shit out of us. Unprovoked. unprovoked,
1: unprovoked,
2: completely like, unprovoked. We gotta do a thing. Do a thing. If you're Affleck? not out of
0: the car in five seconds, when I'm done with them, you're next. You're next.
1: <laughs>
0: to Morgan, <laughs> yeah. Uh, if we were gonna fight him. Why didn't we fight him at the at the ball call? We got snacks now. <laughs> I'm not getting out of the car. <laughs>
1: I'm not getting out of the car. You're Chuck, go Morgan.
0: Chuck, can I have my double burger? <laughs> <laughs> Chuck,
1: double burger. Are you gonna bring sixteen Chuck cents every I week? I got a double
2: burger. Chuck, I got a double burger. I know what you got. I was fucking there.
0: <laughs> Well, just, just give me my sandwich and stop being a prick. Well, what do you mean you are a sandwich? I bought it.
2: <laughs> I told you I only had 16 cents. I told you to give me a snow cone.
0: That's <laughs> what I'm going to do. I'm going to put your sandwich on layaway, you know, and every week you come to six the- with your six cents, you know. I'm going to come to bat for
2: Ben Affleck because I think he did the perfect common Boston man or just Massachusetts man. Like the
0: perfect the- movie Boston man, too. I don't know, man.
2: There are some places in like Lowell and some places like outside of Boston that are pretty slummy, like. uh uh, Trenton, not Trenton. Um, what's that? F-
1: I work in Boston. I I'm know. not about to just casually throw out names of places
2: I no, don't know. There's, taunton, taunton, <laughs> taunton, Taunton. Like that's exactly how
1: they fucking sound in Taunton. Better well, not
0: show sure your face in Quincy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, let me ask you guys this. No, because this is something that I, I was wondering as I was watching the movie. I was like, does is it does it border on parody now the way they do those accents? Or was it? Like, I think enough
2: people it where it borders on parody but But
1: like was that the og was that the original where it's like you can't call that parody because we did it first yeah because that was the first movie i mean correct me if i'm wrong but from my research that was like the first movie that put boston on the map yeah 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 Yeah. and they thanked they thanked boston like a shit ton of times and yeah
2: they mentioned boston but i think that I think that's a legitimate Massachusetts. I think what gets confusing is that it's a Boston accent. It's not a Boston accent. It's a Massachusetts accent. You'll find that accent. Covers more that
0: whole state? Well, and people talk outside. like that here. Like, people talk like that in
2: Rhode Island. Yeah, but sure. it's like that Cranston. It's not as harsh. It's, not it's
0: as, that Cranston stuff, bro. Yeah, it's but it's really, really not close. Like, it's, <laughs> it's not I mean, far off.
2: There's, a, you know, we have more, I think, Italians here, and then there's more Irish Catholic up in a, Massachusetts. The mix. Yeah.
1: I felt represented in this movie for what it's worth. You oh yeah. <laughs> this, yeah was, you this was my movie.
2: <laughs> well, good. Good. I'm glad that this was your movie. Uh, and uh what did you think of uh Lambo? Oh
1: Professor man. Lambo. All right, so here's the thing. Stellan Skarsgård does no wrong in my book. So like I'm coming at this totally biased. Jesus. Dude, I love okay. Stellan. I okay, love him. Cool. And and I really uh you know, his character was great. I I thought it was I I thought he was the tragic character in the movie because He even says it to Will when he lights the paper on fire. He's like, I regret ever fucking meeting you because I need to walk around in life knowing you exist. I've worked every second of my goddamn life to be where I am and get the awards that I have. And you don't even care. You don't even fucking care. I really emotionally felt for Stellan Skarsgård. I was like, dude, I understand that. And again, going kind of back to like this, you know, coming of age thing with, Mm. uh, you know, Damon being this prodigy. And then you see, you know, Robin Williams and you see Stellan Skarsgård at certain points in their career and how they've landed. And it's like, you know, you've got this gift, kid. You've got this fucking gift and everybody else has to work and suffer for what we're doing. And you're just like solving problems I've worked my whole life on. So I personally think that Stellan Skarsgård was like – this is, this is a weird opinion, I know, but I think that he was a very important heart of the movie. If you consider that the heart has, like, five main valves, that movie wouldn't have existed to its fullest form without Stalin, in my humble opinion. I completely the agree. the character, sure. I yeah, completely the agree, character. Yeah.
2: But I do want to point out, like, look how empty he is, even with all of his accomplishments, even with all of his rewards. He is an empty soul of a person
1: well that's why he's a good character and i would argue that he becomes a much more relatable character because he eventually does go back and you know him and robin williams get on yeah
0: like let's let's get a beer like, the two of them are the perfect people. contrast you know they right. balance each other
2: very well right. well it's like one that devoted their lives to their academics mm-hmm. and the other one that devoted their lives to being a person a person and like really connecting with people and i think that's what robin williams does and is trying to instill and in will and what he's trying to get over to the Lambo is, like, you can't just push him to be, an, like, an academic. Like, he is a brilliant, genius man. But he needs to figure out what he wants to do. And you can't tell him what to do. He's just... in the scene where um, they're in the bar, in the pub...
1: And he's like, oh, oh Stell's Cars guy. guy is such a like pompous dick during he's like, that scene. Have, <laughs> have you heard of
2: this guy? Have you heard of this guy? Well, have you heard of yeah, like
0: Jonas Salk and Albert Einstein? Yeah, it's like, like yeah. of course you have, of course you have. And then Rob comes Lambeau. back,
2: well, yeah, and he's like, no, we haven't heard of you because you didn't fucking do anything that great. And, and like, yes, he can do something that great, but it's like, have you heard of Ted Kaczynski? It's like, no, I never have. It's like, well, that's the fucking Unabomber. And if you really fuck this up, if you fuck this kid up, and I can see as a a practicing psychologist that you can and probably will. Then oh, that's you're going to
0: get that. That's what you're going to get if you fuck this up. Mm. Yeah, because I mean, that's like that's what Gerald Lambeau wants out of Will. He wants him to strive for those accolades and those goals. Which is that's Sean's whole point is that by putting that much pressure on them to succeed and to do these things and to reach those accolades, it's like you you put this this stress in their mind and they and they don't know how to. Someone that's as complex and emotional as as Will actually is, which is what Robert Williams sees in him. Mm. He's like, you can't throw all of these heavy things on top of him because he's going to implode. You know, that, that makes me think back to all the great educators that we've had in our lives.
1: I, I don't know how you guys feel, but I, I had a lot of great people in my life that kind of, you know, were those Robin and Stellan and like oh, they did cool. that push and pull and it's like I really appreciate that. Absolutely. Dude, oh man, the more we're talking about this, the real the more I'm realizing like I wish I had fucking seen this at the right
0: time. Yeah, me too, man. Me this too. This was big in high school. This was a it's really a fucking- like, this was Max Arsini's class.
1: Dude, I I got the Kettle gene. It was all about fight club. <laughs> uh-huh. We had so we had two we had two teachers back in high school and one of them, you know, taught fight club and the other one taught like poet Society and like Goodwill hunting. Wow, really? Yeah.
2: That's mm-hmm. a fucking cool
1: thing. Awesome dichotomy. Damn. Shout out to Kettle. You're gonna be on this podcast. Orsini. I know that you don't do podcasts, so I just love you. You don't do public
0: appearances. You don't anymore. do <laughs> public appearances.
1: <laughs> Only at the malls. Hey man, so real quick, I not getting ahead of ourselves, but I have to like I got to come to mini driver's defense. How fucking great is she?
2: I am so charmed by her. So charmed. That is the perfect word for it. Charmed. Charmed. I am just charmed. It's the accent. It's It's the the accent though. (laughs) though. It's the face. Like the genuine excitement that she feels when she's like at the horse race. Like the real Mm. connection she makes when she's talking to Will in the the, uh, magician shop. Mm. It's like, dude, I'm and when sold. they kiss,
1: when they kiss uh, for the first time, and they got the, pi- I got, they, I got your pickle in my mouth. <laughs> I was to say
2: their mouth is full of food, like, and that's something that like probably shocks the hell out of Will, especially knowing that you know he works in schools, he works as a janitor in the in MIT, so he sees what these people do, he sees what they look like, he sees how they act, and he sees how there is this like this class split between the lower
1: class, uneducated, and the upper class formally educated yeah you know that's something I really want to harp on that real quick uh, that was something I didn't pick up on I think that was weakness in the writing was the whole money factor uh not not in the whole story but like when they have that huge blowout in the dorm when she asked him to move to California right mm-hmm. yeah he she's like it's not about the money and it, it, I up until then it really hadn't occurred like they hadn't talked about money had yeah they?
0: they do they talk about money when she's in the um when they're in the like joke shop A little bit. Very loose, though. Not a lot. It's just kind of... He's just trying to figure out She mentions the inheritance that she got, and she says... She talks about how it all went to Stanford, you know? Mm. Right. Right. And he's
2: probably also just surrounded by... By that and he's just attributing that to her because she's there too even though he knows that she's so different from all the other college people that he's interacted with that being a janitor well he's
0: looking for a way out oh for sure he's looking for That's, a scapegoat like he's looking for something for the easiest thing to be like oh see this is this will never work that know? scene mm. that
2: scene is like it's like someone asked him <clears throat> to do something that no one's ever asked him to do something
0: real and genuine and frightening. And it's like, <laughs> get the
1: fucking gates. up.
0: Plus he's got <laughs> Sean the at shit. simultaneously, you know? So like, Will's actually getting hit with a lot at one oh, time. Yeah. You know, Will's Will is literally thrown into, into a cage, you know, like right. and he's so uncomfortable from the get go. And you got to give him credit because like, eventually he does adapt. Right. But it it's, again, it's kind of like, Exactly what happens to Will is what Robin Williams didn't want to happen to Will. You know, like what Robin Williams was trying to tell Gerald Lambeau the whole time not to apply pressure to him. Robin Williams and Minnie, mini Driver's character were also doing the same thing to Will, even though to them, their intentions were a little more pure, but you're still For sure. forcing Will to act in a way that is so far beyond his comfort zone, but it's that a- it causes him to react the way he does, you know, and that's kind of what leads to the final 20 25 minutes of the movie where he pushes mini drivers character away and then he even tries to to an extent with Robin Williams, you know, until Robin Williams literally breaks him down. Right. literally embraces right. him. Yeah. Right, right, right. Like you not going anywhere. and the in the the, uh, the Chucky scene too, you know, like the, which I I personally think is the best scene in the movie. The Chucky scene. Oh, the one, I with love one that. in the construction scene yeah, where he's like no, I fuck you, it. you know. He's like, like I'm going to fucking kill he's you. He's like if you're still coming over to my house on Sunday for Patriots games, he's like I'll fucking kill you. So yeah.
1: I do love that scene. I really love that scene. I love, but, I love the intent of the scene. So when you said that Ben Affleck was great in this movie earlier and I tried to jump on you, honestly, I was picking up on that scene because I loved the intent. And like, after, mm. like, after I watched this a couple of times, I went in and I did a deep dive about like how it was made and like what the story was and like how long they had actually been writing and practicing that scene. And if I remember correctly, really I, that scene in particular, well, I mean the, the whole script, it, it was like a four year journey for them of like tweaking and spending every day and night like working on it and then the the interview i was listening to or reading ben affleck was like dude this was like literally the last day of filming and and damon also chimed in and they're like dude this was the last day of filming this was like the monologue we had been writing this for years we had been building up to it we had rehearsed it in our heads we had rehearsed it with each other and then like the way damon tells it he's like ben got it on the first take but then gus was like do you want to do it again and ben was like well yeah in his head of practice. in his head thinking like well we've been building up toward this this whole time and they did it like three times but the they the, way, the first cut. well the way Damon tells it he's like we all knew he got it on the first one like it was there so my point being that's cool i think the intention worked I personally You don't think the execution worked? I don't like Ben Affleck. I think he works in some things, but like even his own project that he spent four fucking years like developing, I thought he was the weak link. He was the weak link in well, this you, whole movie. Well, he, I
0: mean, but that's not super fair, you know. Like he's going up against 3 brilliant Power, ha- you know, so it's not. But fair Matt Damon to say that wasn't a
2: power w- actor then.
0: I would, I would argue. See it
1: there, no, dude. You see it. One of my notes yeah, in this was Damon is bigger than this movie. One yeah. of my notes is that Damon, at the you, point in 1997, 150 fucking percent. He fucking 97. He was yes, bigger than this movie. He was bigger than this movie because you see where his career's gone now, dude. It was there in the first one, and at the time, I don't know if you know this. The reason this movie got greenlit. Was because he had got cast in the Rainmaker, which was a uh, the lead role in a John Grissom movie. At the time, John Grissom movies were banking hundreds of millions of dollars at the mm. box office. Once Harvey Weinstein heard, like Harvey had owned the rights to this movie for a while for Goodwill Hunting, or for, for Good uh, well, Rainmaker, uh, no Goodwill. So he had really? been, si- yeah, he had been sitting on it. He's like, okay, this is like the the right material is here, but he did not see Matt Damon as a leading man. So when oh. when Damon got cast in the rainmaker he called up harvey and he goes i am the rainmaker so harvey was like wait a minute the grissom movie and he was like yeah and he's like that's when they greenlit the movie because he saw by that definition that damon could do it and i'm arguing that this movie just i really do i think that matt damon came on the scene fully formed and we haven't seen less of him since was
2: was this before or after mr ripley Ooh, the good before. This question. Two years yeah, I had a, it I had was two years before. <laughs> Cause,
1: dude, because Ripley, again, I think that is a powerhouse Matt Damon film. Like, he didn't come out with bad films after this. Well,
0: there's three movies in between that that are even more, more high profile. What, what do we got? He had, did Saving Private Ryan right after this. Yeah, he did. Then he was in Rounders. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Oh, and then yeah. he was in Dogma. Fuck
1: yeah. Well, oh, dogma, man, dogma was a was awesome. Dogma, he was great, but. I would argue that was a favor to a friend. Because Kevin Smith was the one who walked this script into Harvey. That's fine, but I mean really? it's still, he
2: walked Goodwill Hunting into Harvey. It's still yeah. credible. Dude, I gotta. Yeah, definitely credible. Yeah. I love Dogma.
1: Fun little fact. So they had been shopping around. They they sold this script to their their main uh who was it? Castle Rock. Yeah. Castle Rock bought this script from them. They're like, this is great, but they won't cast Damon and Affleck in the main role. Wow. So because they respected the script so much, they said, you have a year. Go get another producer and sell it to them. But we need to make what we invested back. And that's where Kevin Smith came in. They shopped it around for just about a year. And then they went to Kevin. They're like, dude, we need somebody to buy this and direct it. And Kevin was like, I can't direct this. I don't make these kind of movies. However, I have somebody's ear. He marched the script into Weinstein and he bought it on the spot. Really? And then Weinstein is who picked Gus? Weinstein picked Uh, I think there was a conversation about that. There were a few directors involved, but Gus was clearly the winner. And how about Lawrence Bender producing? So Lawrence Bender was directly picked by Harvey. He was like, there's too much, uh, like at stake here. No, no, I mean, it wasn't at stake. There was a little bit of indecision about the way Harvey wanted it to be filmed and Gus wanted to be filmed. So he okay. said, Lawrence, just go do your thing. And Lawrence kind of just smoothed the path. Uh huh. Uh huh. So that's more or less the perfect good. Gus
0: Van Sant had already made a movie kind of similar to this. Uh, have you, have either of you seen my own private Idaho? Well, I no. have. River yeah. Phoenix River and Phoenix. No. So like this movie, I mean, it's in Portland, you know, so it doesn't have like the same, you know, grit but it's kind of sure. a, it's a similar storyline about two buddies who are kind of finding themselves you no know kidding. one a little more so than other Ritter Phoenix dude he kills it in that movie like, I think it might even be his last movie yeah uh, don't it? quote me on that it might be it was Damn. like the 91 something like that it, um, it wouldn't be far off by the way Joaquin and Rooney just had their baby and they named it River
1: oh
2: yeah oh, that's dope that. Adole, I heard about right? that that's a real that's, that's really dope. nice to hear is
0: it a boy or a girl uh, I think it's a boy I mean I it's a this boy. Guy, that name could River yeah right. River could
2: yeah that's I'll take one River is Pretty unisex name,
0: um, but yeah. So I mean, Gus Van Zandt did have some credits to him before that, you know. Yeah, that's, like, I mean, he's, yeah, that's true. I just think I that I, uh, I hadn't that- seen it.
1: I, this is so fucked up. But I was looking into his, uh, I was looking into his filmography afterwards. He's got this movie that came out directly after Goodwill Hunting. It's called Elephant. It's all, it's like a fictionalized version of the Columbine shootings. Oh I know that, Jesus! I know that's dark, but I was looking at the trailer and I was like, this looks fucking amazing. You yeah, know, like kidding.
0: you say it's you say it's dark. If you can't appreciate like dark thematic movies then you don't like movies you know exactly what I mean? you have and to I genuinely be willing to watch that. you know if you can't look at things like that objectively and be like okay you know like united 93
1: mm-hmm. that's a good movie or gummo if you
0: can't watch gummo. gummo yeah
1: i've never even heard of a gummo oh dude it's uh harmony corinne guy who did uh what was that movie with uh james franco
0: 127 hours
1: or? no 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 uh spring breakers <laughs> Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Oh, Jesus Strong visuals. It's like set out in Michigan. Like, it's about like, a bunch of like. I like Spring Breakers. <laughs> like, what? I love Spring Breakers, dude. That movie's great. Um, Speaking of Goodwill
0: hunting. As soon as I said that, I was like, where? You're are gonna, you going to get me <laughs>
2: way off. Speaking of Goodwill hunting, were you guys sold that he was 20?
1: No, 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 I was it's not. Stupid
0: hair. <laughs> <laughs> They just it's don't look like a 90s boy hair. They just don't, like don't look boy look cool hair. Right. No. And like his friends, like uh, Cole Hauser there, whatever his name is Dude, in the movie. He's like, fucking 38. That's what I mean. Like, he's been 40 since days and confused. Yeah. Like, he <laughs> however,
1: however, <laughs> Cole, Cole Hausman, uh, he, that's, sorry, what, Hauser. He was
2: that's what he was fucking. He's, he's in him. a lot,
1: man. I was like, who the fuck is this guy? And why is, but real he, quick, like, didn't, didn't him and Affleck go to do the oceans movies.
0: Yeah, he's in because the- he looks younger oh, in the in there, ocean, the ocean movies. movies. They're you know how they're like uh, oh yeah. they're like buddies yeah it's him and he's in the breakup and um, he's in the breakup he is. yeah dude he looks
1: younger oh, as he
0: ages he's in like <laughs> too fast too furious <laughs> like he's in a, he's in a lot of movies yeah. you know like
2: he just I never, loved him, um, I loved him as Bill he was he was funny
1: well I didn't really care for him until they got him the car. Like in that he role in the car? It, no, no, no. He like at, at, in Goodwill oh, Hunter, got him the car. Got him the car. Until yeah, they got yeah. him the car, he was a negligible character for me. Sure, I, I could see how. But like when he got in the car, I like when they opened the hood and he's like, "It's a good car. It's a good car. It's a good car." Yeah. I was like, "Oh man!" Like you had like four lines and you well, just and kind of next to him, "He's <laughs> like, well,
0: you're twenty one. You're legally old enough to drink now." He's like, "So we figured we needed to get you a car. We yeah. needed <laughs> to get you a car." Yeah, but I love, I love how you see him and he's like
2: the sleepy drinker. Yeah. He's always got his head down, but he's not a bum. Like he definitely carries himself when he needs to walk. He's ready to walk. He's like definitely ready to spring into action. Like he was out of the car. But like every time I see him, it's like it's heads down at the, at the bar or it's at the, uh, the
1: little league game. Here's what I would say. He was, he was a little bit over exaggerated, but he is a very good manifestation of like, modern, you know, the like Irish, uh, like working class individual. Yeah. Go into the job to bust your balls and bust
0: your back and
1: then I'm going to drink myself into, you know.
0: Can we just talk for a second about how they go to a little league baseball game and they don't even yeah. know. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like, oh, There's little Tommy McNamara, you know. <laughs> like, like They like, just want to watch baseball. Yeah, they're like, let's go, Tommy Mac. Like, what are you guys doing there? <laughs> like, who? how are you related to any of right, these like, fucking people? like, who do you know? None of the parents see them and they're like, hey. They're just like, oh. like just creeps, there they're a yeah. the
2: fucking little creeps that come around and watch the game god i love this movie it's I so fucking it. funny so
0: andrew what what else do you love about it if you could you would so i mean the biggest thing that i always harp on i always i love actors like actors and actresses mm. you know what i mean like i love a good performance um and like robin williams just touches you dude like he's he really is he's so impactful in this movie from the second mm. that you see him like his carlton fisk scene you know, where he oh told, where God. he's basically telling Will like, you know, like i not I, don't, oh, I really wife. don't want to butcher the quotes. Um but like it's so good. He um Oh, you should have seen it. Yeah, and he's like talking, he's like, Do you remember the date? And he says he's like, Yeah, what uh, give it me was October 26, 19 sixth, nineteen. I'm gonna pull it up just because I don't want to fucking butcher. You it remember the date you met your wife? That's what I mean. He's yeah. like, Of course I do. It was, yeah, game six of the World Series, you yeah. know. Biggest game in Red Sox history. You saw Pudge Fist come run, you
2: know, like he, you had tickets to that fucking game? Oh yeah.
1: Camped outside for a whole night, all that shit. Damn, I was gonna let this one go, but that scene doesn't hit me.
2: What I thought that was filmed perfectly,
1: like with the birds.
2: <sighs> Do you on, like, understand in the, the
0: impact of that of that baseball game, though? And I the relation I that under- that is to
2: to Will, though. Like, I understand he's the impact.
0: So...
1: I understand the impact of that story for that particular time within the context of the movie. But but as a therapist, and here's something that I wanted wanted to harp on is like as a
2: therapist. Being a kid that being a therapist from South Boston, just like this kid that you're trying to help figure out his shit, that is so important to tell him that I missed the biggest fucking baseball game of Red Sox history to find a purpose because I thought there was something more meaningful. There was a woman who I thought I could connect with and I felt this thing and I went for it.
1: Can you elaborate on that? What do you mean? I, I don't get that. You don't get I'm not that. a sports guy like that. So I'm, like, I'm talking I'm talking about a therapist,
2: though. I'm talking about a therapist relating to a patient.
1: But like that's the thing. Like he's that's trying to what connect that was to what was, what was missed for conne- me.
2: They're connecting through baseball. They both need baseball or like love baseball and have a deep love for it. And he's trying to relate to him that there's something to love more than these other frivolous things.
1: And that hit, no- I understood that. But let me
2: ask you are you a baseball guy? no, I'm not a baseball guy, but I understand connecting with people and building a rapport with people and getting messages across to people.
1: And I think that that came across before that scene. I think that it's a process. And that's I no, no, that's
2: that, something I want to touch on is that what they do when they try to put Will through therapy is they give him like this one guy. The first guy, I thought, this, that, that's one of the funniest scenes in the that fucking is good movie. One. That is one of the funniest scenes in the movie where it's like, oh, Will, you need to... Not do any more of this Ballyhoo. This Tom tomfoolery. Foolery. ballyhoo. and he's just like do. Like, yeah, I do, I, yeah, I, do like, <laughs> it. like, I do hide in places, you know, I do. I go I go to these places, I interact with people, you know, I go to the clubs, you hear the music, it's like boom oh, boom
3: boom boom boom. boom, boom. <laughs> like, do
2: you find it hard to hide the fact that you're gay? Like, That's the you talking about? What? It's like I know. First thing I came in here, you are gonna give me a jump.
0: <laughs> yeah, and then he tells John, he's like, I can't do this pro bono work. He's like, I'm going on the. He's like, I'm going on the news in 45 minutes. You know, <laughs> like.
2: But what I want the the point I'm making is that therapy is a process, and that's something that Lambo was completely missing. He's like, I'm gonna give him the top therapists, like the top people in psychology that I know from academia. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna give him the top because that's the best. That anybody could get. is Technical. Technically, it's the best that anybody can get. And he's like, well, fuck these people. Like, they don't know a goddamn thing about me. They don't know anything about how to have truck and help me. Like the guy with the hypnotist, like the hypnotist therapist. And they're so detached from the patient. They're all like dead-eyed and like relying on their books and their knowledge to throw a problem at somebody. And then they get to Robin Williams. And the first thing that Robin Williams says in this movie is the word trust. The first thing that he really? says is just the word "in the classroom." Trust. When it cuts to him in the classroom, it just says "trust," and then he goes into his. Oh, thing damn! It's
0: like, that's it huge. Is the good kids like looks. trust his life, you know. And he's like, oh, "Thank you very, for that.
2: Very deep. Very deep. <laughs> yes. Very good." I, I, I think. Th- oh, dude!
1: That, I'm so happy you just brought that up. That's that's great.
2: That is one of the biggest things, and I think that's exactly what was missing—the link between. Even if Lambo Bill Skarsgård's fucking intentions were good. He didn't that's have that he, connection. He, he, he didn't he just, have that and that's the academia. That's the thing that he's not getting. It's like you there's more to being a person than just your knowledge and even though you have this absolute fucking genius, you don't know how to have him trust you.
1: Well, something you, I really something I really dug uh was dude, it's such a good it's the writing. Like it's the writing of the scene, but dude, Robin Williams being torn apart by Will about the painting and then Robin Williams you see him take off the glasses and he's like, oh, okay, yeah. if I can't get to you on an intellectual level, I'm going to let you know who the fuck I am and where I come from.
2: And Boom. But, and it's, it's because that's where he comes from too. That's how he communicates. That's how he understands living. And, and I think that's great. I think the best thing that he did was bust his balls in the first, first thing. Like first thing he did is, I love the books. is like, you got a lot of fucking books you send out for like a shrink kit. It's like, no, I had to read all these books. You like books? Like, yeah, I like books. I'm like you read these books? No, I didn't read those books. How about these books? You read these books over here? Mm. No, I didn't read these books. How about those on the top? You read those books? Mm. Yeah, I read those fucking books.
0: Well, that's interesting. Oh, good for you. And then he says to him, he's like, I read your book. And he goes, oh, so you're the one. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But I do love, I got to give, this is where I want to give Gerald Lambeau's character some credit because he had enough insight to be like, there's one more person that I can try and it was Sean. And then he even prefaces it with, he says, he's like, he's from the same neighborhood as you, right. you know, which isn't, that's an important line. And he just, he lights up. He goes, it's from Southie. Right. You know, right. so I mean, that right There's there, you, know, yeah, you like, know that they have. In
2: that. a way, in a way, it's like, he's like um, talking to a veteran, like from sure. another kid that grew up in lived South Boston. He, Somebody same who can thing. relate. And his whole career was uh, counseling veterans, which yeah, is something right. that he lived. He lived and did the Vietnam War he went and did that
0: shit. Well, and how crazy is it that Gerald Lambeau knows what Will's capable of and he has the one person that he doesn't want Will to become mentor him. Well, how badass is it though that he gets to, you know, that he's uh Sean uh
1: is the last resort for Lambeau. Right. And that is the one relationship that he really, you he know, needs. needs. He needs that. And because, you know, Will comes into his life and because he has to You know, this kid's so fucking difficult that now I have to go to the one person I don't want to go to. Now he gets to patch up that relationship in that way, dude. I okay. The thing that I know Andrew's all about the acting. I personally in this I, I love the acting. Don't get me wrong. And like in general, I love movies with great acting. Dude, the writing in this, I gotta give it to Damon, because that's so cool. That is so fucking cool that these characters, like, who are so drifted apart, get brought together by this one fucked up, like, beautifully minded individual. That shares, that shares something that they both have. And at the end, you get to see all of these threads tied together. If if, if you look at it through that lens, I love it. It's, like, so cliched, but, like, I mm. love when threads get tied together nicely. Look like at you tying your threads together. Tying the threads together, you know?
2: Yeah, I I think that there's, there's so much more into like every piece of this movie that gets it's it's a deeper movie than right on the surface it's a deeper than movie than how it's
0: filmed it's an I onion should say you gotta peel those layers yeah, yeah it's, it's an, an onion. onion it's I'd like say trek
2: it's, i'd say it's more like a like a parfait but all right i did want to touch on what do you guys think of the the bar scene when they're in harvard
1: oh come on that was great
2: that's the a fucking bar? The equations
0: bar? on the wall oh, shit. and <laughs> shit we're gonna go <laughs> knock up some smart kids
2: <laughs> <laughs> i thought it was super like super nineties is about how it's like Hold on. I gotta go work some fucking magic. Ben Affleck's like, Well that reason looks himself like, in the mirror. You're like, oh yeah. Oh. I you know, what I really wanna know, what I really wanna know is how Ben Affleck Chucky, I want to know how Chucky was going to weasel his way out of that if there was no Will. Matt Damon, it.
0: yeah, like, he was just going to have to either beat him up or walk away. Well, because he was he probably he, would have been like, "Oh yeah." Well, boom! Well, like <laughs> it looks like he was
2: getting to a point where he's like, "I'm actually really embarrassed, and I'm going to have to start yelling or doing something." And then Will kind of like comes in gently and you know pretty much calls him out for being a fucking schmuck, mm. which is brilliant. Again, of course, that's one of the most brilliant the scenes Michael of the Bolton film. The
1: Michael Bolton lookalike, yeah, Dude, again, really great writing though. At the, yeah. that's a great scene, fucking payoff at the end. How about them apples? Dude, like that yeah, was I great. Like apples. That's
0: awesome. Well, I got a number. How do you like them apples? This is one of the most quotable movies ever. For sure. Easily. For sure. It has great one. I think that's just Boston movies in general, though. Yeah, dude. <laughs> you put <laughs> a movie, the Boston you, movies is quotable? You put a movie in the Departed.
1: departed. The Departed. The Departed. The departed
2: Oh yeah, yeah, good, yeah, yeah. Anything. The
1: Fighter.
0: Going back. Going <laughs> okay.
1: back to parody dude, though. That's it, global, though. Going back to parody though, I that's think true. that the Departed, like Damon, like he knew. Like he was doing a parody of himself to a certain degree. Vera
0: Farmiga is the only problem, the only accent I have a problem with in The Departed, because really. she only drops she only drops her
1: R like one time. And I love, yeah, her, and it's pretty, like, it's a really obnoxious drop.
0: Here's my cad. Yeah.
1: That's the line. That's the only time she has a Boston accent in that movie. Um, All right.
2: How about um? Do you guys remember the scene? And I think that this is a clear, Do like, I remember. Cut the clear cut in the class uh, separation. And I think that that's a point that. Wasn't so on the nose, but is definitely there as a class separation between the academics and the working man. It's when, um,
1: of course, it's there, it's there visually. Look it's at the way visually. that look it's at the way Stellan the nose, dresses versus Robin,
2: right? And it's not, but it's not like the point. I think it's just there and you're seeing it, and you, it's really, subtle. Need to, you really need to see beyond the what production you're design. Is good. I thought it was amazing, and I thought that the way that they styled that was awesome. But the scene I'm talking about is when Skarsgård... um. Lambeau goes and tries to find Will in the maintenance office. And
3: <laughs> yeah. I love
2: that scene so much.
3: It's like, that was a good um, scene. And it's
2: dude. awesome because it's like, you're out of your element. You're in mine. You're not the fucking boss. And this little, the fucking weasel shadow Do you know that who you're talking him, to? Tom. Like, Tom, <laughs> Tom. I hate Tom. What a fucking little weasel. But yeah, he was like, this is Professor Lambeau. This is Professor Hayes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, what the fuck does it matter? Like, dude, no, here's the protocol. I don't give a fuck who you are. Get the fuck out of my shop.
1: There's also something to be said about father figures in this movie. Because oh, yeah. think about the relationship between Tom and Stellan. Oh, dude, I think that
0: Tom's like forty. Like I have, a, <laughs> no, I have. No, a, no, he was actually
1: twenty one. I have a huge
0: problem with Tom. I like, do. Like, <laughs> I hate that son of a bitch.
2: Every fucking line he says in this movie,
0: when he tries to le- coddle Alexander, like oh, he's like, "You're, you're a brilliant, brilliant man." man. Goes, sometimes people get lucky. It's like, shut Boys, up, you shut little up. fucking shut weasel. Shut up, get out like, of like, here. He's like, such if a at, like if Ben Affleck, he's kind of like the intellectual Carmine Scarpaglia. Like,
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm glad that they didn't have Will punch him in the face at some point but i feel like he there could have been room for him to punch him in the fucking face at some point cuz even says it like he's like so casual like Mr. Lambeau is a great man. He's doing you something like he's doing a, uh, you know, he's doing you a huge favor. He's like obsessed with
0: him. Yeah. It's like, dude, it's weird. and like the way
2: he looks is weird. It's so fucking well, bizarre. Well, like, I think
1: he, it kind of goes back to what I was saying earlier with like, uh, you know, they were really trying on a production design level to drive home this idea that will literally does not have to think twice about his gift. No. And like Tom, Stellan, all of these guys, they're working so fucking hard well, to do it. the thing.
2: He says it when he's had enough. He's like, Do you guys have enough, any idea how fucking easy this is? This is an absolute fucking joke. Like I gotta, probably, I gotta
1: explain this to you. That is probably you my fuck. favorite fucking scene. I I'm not fucking that. around, dude. Like, like I don't
2: wanna do this because I don't wanna have to explain shit to people all the time.
1: Like it's right. Look at it again. No, I'm sick of explaining it to you because you keep fucking it up.
2: Right. I don't want to have to sit here and watch you fumble around. With the
1: thing. And then to watch how pathetic Stellan Skarsgård is on when he knees. gets on his knees and he's like clapping out the flame. Oh, man. I, think I thought a, that was really fucking good so acting. You,
2: you, you, uh, what did you say earlier about him like uh, being the... What's it called? Um,
1: I um, think that he is one of the five main ventricles of this movie. Agreed,
2: Agreed. But look where all of his academics got him it's not will that got him there. but it's here's the thing that that's it there. hold on his that's... disconnection that got him there not to understand where will is like i've had enough man like i've had enough like you're not going to be smarter than me you know that i'm smarter than you so but don't he question need... me in but front of him. but here's the
1: thing though that's why it's great writing and that's why it's great acting and that's why i think his character is so fucking amazing is because he needed to have that harsh realization sure. so that he can go back to robin williams and actually be a human he goes to Robin, and they amend their relationship. And it's like, it, in the audience mind... That, that it, didn't they, happen after that. They, immediately they had the fight after, after that. They had yeah, a big fight after that. Yeah, but that's, that's the that. precipice, though. Is the, He wouldn't have gotten to that point had it not been for Will telling him more or less to fuck himself. Sure. Because then he had to go back, and he's like, Robin, what the fuck? Sean, what are you fucking doing? Like, right. I brought this kid to you for a fucking reason, and you're blowing up my reason for bringing him to you. So this was all about breaking down... Gerald, uh, what is it? Jerry? Gerald.
0: Gerald. G- yeah. Jared. Uh, Gerald? Gerald. 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 Goes as Gerald. M- <laughs> <Lanolin. laughs>
1: so it's all about breaking down that character so that yeah. he can have that emotional catharsis. Again, the ribbons being tied up, the threads. Uh, you love the ribbons. I love the ribbons.
2: I had some, uh, I had some more notes. Yeah, what
1: else um, you got? You actually, dude, you're taking the lead on this. You love I this movie. So. I really <laughs>
2: do love this movie. Uh, oh, Dude. This is like half Robin Williams' journey as well of him getting over the fact that his wife's been dead for two years and he's kind of a shell of himself.
1: There are three main storylines happening
2: here. Yeah, he's definitely like he's given up being a clinical psychologist. He just teaches. He lives alone in a shitty apartment and he drinks himself to fucking sleep most of the time. You can tell like in his apartment, that one scene that you see in his apartment where the dishes are piled up, there's an empty bottle of fucking scotch in the dish in in the sink. And then they the cut to him and he's cut got a half sitting, empty bottle of sitting scotch. After getting his fucking life broken down by a kid. And then I didn't think
1: of you at all after that. It's like, yeah, that's something occurred better. to me. Oh.
2: That's one of my favorite monologues is him coming to that realization where you want to talk about good acting, Andrew. I'll give you too. that one. That he's was vulnerable a great scene. too. But he comes and he breaks down he breaks down Will way harder than Will tried to break him down.
0: Like in a in a more he, in a way that really me, sits with him, on, it's like me, oh, this
2: sits with Will, where it's like it's not going to sit with Robin anymore. It's like this might have hurt in the beginning, but it's only because
1: I'm already wounded. I'm still wounded. Well, Will did the surface level cut. Robin went for the gut. He he, he was like, mm, he, here yeah, it comes yeah. He went real deep. That's Robin him.
0: Williams' whole point, though. Too is right. behind the whole story is is that surface level aspect. He's like you took a you took a look at my painting, you know, and you ripped my fucking life apart. You but know? like he's I'm like, going to teach you how to feel. Right. He's like I know you because I was you. He's like, so I can rip apart your
1: literal whole <laughs> life. <laughs> Watch right. But go, I'm gonna give bitch. Matt Damon
0: credit in the, for that scene too, because that scene doesn't have as much impact if you don't see the scared look on Matt Damon's face. Dude, the whole you're time. so oh, valid. Well, wait, so in so the valid. office? No, right? no. Cause... I'm talking about the one in the park. Oh, when he's yeah, he's the got the one nothing. in the park where he can't say a word, but you can see he's holding back tears. He's trembling a little bit. Right, and, and his lip is quivering a little right, bit. Right, know? right. And Eric, I'm gonna go back and say what I said
1: earlier. Matt Damon came out of the womb fully formed with good. Yeah, he's Hunter. ready to go. Yeah, he ready, was he,
0: ready to go, man. He was locked and loaded in this movie. Like, yeah, for sure, for sure. he, was, think, he um, was dope in this. It was what, a stupid fucking haircut. Though. What, it it was, was a stupid. It haircut, was a stupid haircut. Like, haircut. It was it, honestly, but yeah, his relationship with with Sean is so it's so great. I I
1: do what I, I would love to talk about that last scene between them. You know the the emotional impact
0: one. Does that work for you even now? Well, what's do like it, it's, it's it's what doctor-patient confidentiality only if you stick a finger in my butt? No, no, my yes, Yeah.
2: Well, no, that's the last one where they're saying goodbye, but yeah. you're talking about the blow-up where Will finally breaks down.
1: It's not your fault.
2: Now, what was not yeah, his fault? I know. What's not his fault? It's not your fault. Will. Everybody leaving? Well, that or is it not his fault why he acts the way he does? Is it not his fault why he pushes away? Is it not his fault because he hasn't worked through it yet? Like, How do he, you take it? I, I take it as both. I take it as it's not your fault that you got abandoned. It's not your fault that you got beat up. It's not your fault that you react in such a way where it's almost destructive. Well, it is destructive. It's not your fault that you push this girl away. It's it not a, like there are so many things within you that happen to you, and you're just reacting accordingly. Like, it's not your fault yet. Like, you haven't gotten there yet. You haven't gotten to it, and he he breaks down. He gets He, he gets to that point where he's ready to accept change. He's ready to accept changing his lifestyle.
1: It was, uh, it was uh, it's a beautiful blanket statement enough to be like Will could pull from anything.
2: Anything. It means so many means different things. It means anything and, not and just, everything. Not just one thing. Yeah, that's how I took it. That's how I took it. It's like... Yeah, 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 that's I
1: really like that too. If you think about where they started their relationship with his hand around his throat, it's nice to see on a visual level that they come back and they're embracing each other. That
2: is cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like such contention to now family. And even call, sure. he in I like how he calls him son in not like a, a literal sense, but in the you're a young man that needs some guidance. Like it's okay, son,
1: dude. And on top of that, if I could dig into that a little bit further, the idea of, you know, a sun rising, you know? Sure. Okay. For sure. Cause he keeps, what what does he call him at the beginning of the movie? Sport. Sport. He keeps calling him a sport Sport and then it's, and then then it becomes sun. And the whole idea is that you've got potential, man. This whole movie is about you rising.
0: Right. Well, and even like your personal relationships have potential, you know, like their personal relationship expands, you know, and it grows.
1: Fuck. Yeah. Fuck
0: yeah. Okay. Right. What you what do
1: you
2: what did you think? Did the Skylar scene work for you? The out the the outburst? The did Skylar work scene for you?
0: works f- go ahead, Andrew. I love it. Yeah, I think it's great. I because because he really is just grasping at things to be irrationally angry about. You know what I mean? Because like he really is yeah. he's so scared because he's finally found somebody who does exactly what he's looking for. Right. But like, he has no idea how to handle it or how to cope with it, you know, um, because it's, it's such a change for him and it's taking him out of his comfort zone. And, and he doesn't even really make a lot of sense. You know, like like you guys mentioned before, the whole money thing. Like, like it's, where did it, that come it's from? It's a very yeah. underlying theme. So, like, sure. for him to have an outburst to that magnitude about that. And she's like, I don't get it. That's it's what it's, she's it's like. genuinely you're real. It's she's genuinely like, yeah.
2: real when it comes to somebody who is that scared. Just
1: kind of flipping a gasket or blowing a gasket there. Completely
0: irrational. But it, I, it works because I think it is true. You know, like,
1: I think it works because of Mini Driver, dude. Like, literally no fucking bullshit. Uh. Kudos to Damon. Kudos to Affleck. You wrote a decent character, but you cast the right motherfucking actor to make yeah. that character for so yeah. fucking like I my heart broke for her. I was like, for of sure. course she loves him. For and like, sure. how could he not? <clears throat> She's Jane. She's Jane. <laughs> how could you not love her? She was so good in that movie.
2: There's a specific part in that, like that breakdown scene. Where She's She's Jane. At him.
0: She's Jane, I
1: know. In Tarzan. I know. I just said it and not even really consider what you're like. I, I knew that you were talking about like Jane Tarzan, but I didn't know you actually literally meant Jane in Tarzan. Tarzan. Please, <laughs> Jane. I'm Jane. Jane Tarzan. Was, was like, he wait, said? are you talking about
2: the,
0: the animated one? Oh. I she thought plays you that's right? George <laughs> in the Jungle.
1: <laughs> that was uh that was John Mann. Leslie Mann, yeah. yeah. I fucking love Tarzan Tarzan's heads.
0: Tony Goldwyn and uh, Mini Driver. Tony yeah, whatever.
1: Goldwyn? Whatever happened to that guy. Anyway, Any wait, she was fucking Hold Jane. On. That's blowing my mind right now. Wait, what, is, what, is, what does he say? Tarzan? fucking. <laughs> oh, Never mind, never mind. What are you anyway, doing? We'll talk about
0: that when we what do Tarzan. Are you doing? <laughs> 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 great. I'm going to look it up. I want to, to get, get
2: back to Minnie Driver. Get Driver. And get being, back to the Minnie Driver. Being great. There's a point in that breakdown scene where... You know, he, he says, like, the honest truth about where he, he's come from and, like, you know, such brutality. And you can see her heart break in that moment where she's like, I didn't know. I, I, I don't know. I didn't know. And, like, you could see. And how, how
1: could she? You, she never opened up, motherfucker. Right. But you could see how her heart
2: literally broke when he was honest. Where yeah. It's like, oh my God, like, like this is bad. why I love you. It's like, that bad. Like it was that bad. And, and she was, she still didn't run away though. That's the point. It's, and that's something that, you know, when you're fucking Matt Damon was all angry and shit, it's like, no idiot. Like you can, you can have these blowups and she's still going to, she's still going to be
1: here. For sure, She's, she'll still be here. But how do you know that when you're you will don't. will hunting? You don't.
2: You, do, you wouldn't, and you don't. And people don't know that now when they fucking blow up and like they have those emotional moments. And I think that's why it's so relatable. Because even now, like as you know, a thirty year old versus a 15, 16 year old. When I first saw it, mm. it's like you you can see like how.
1: So you're saying you related more to that situation when you were younger watching this. You're like, oh, I can see how that escalated.
2: I yeah now I can see it now I can see it. I was like well that's totally reasonable it's totally reasonable no, not reasonable I think that's the wrong word it's totally understandable how you could have that kind of an out out outbreak hmm. and like
1: not see the reason I think the scene works I the fucking fuck yeah. oh man dude I thought that was one of the most impactful scenes in the movie there's a lot of them there are and that's like again I'm going back to my initial like impressions it was like. The scenes individually work for me when you gel it all together. I really just don't feel like it flows the way it was meant to It's heavy no, it is I heavy. think it's, it's pretty he- heavy it's heavy, but it's like heavy punched. content but it's heavy, slapstick-y. but it's punched with a slapstick like oh, the, shut scene, up.
0: Did the shut scene the scene where there, I think that I think that oh, gives credit to its authenticity <laughs> it's Miramax's fault
1: It's not Miramax's fault. I know this is so unpopular, but I'm coming to the bat. Every time Miramax is mentioned, because they have given some of the most important movies in the last, like... Is one of them American Beauty?
2: Uh,
1: I actually don't know if that was Miramax. For some
2: reason, that strikes me as a Miramax film.
1: I don't know. I, for some reason, think it's not.
2: But I did want to say one more thing about how... Why You think that's one of the most
1: important movies that's come out?
2: No. We'll argue that one later. Yeah. But um, I think that each setting that everybody's in... Dreamworks. Dreamworks, okay. Each setting that everybody's in, the bar where it's the boys um Sean's apartment when it's just him sean's office even uh will's bedroom that you only get to see really once in a wide, which is a shitty less than a twin bed covered in fucking in books, and there's probably a toilet somewhere in there behind a door
3: mm.
2: the park the um the hallway of the school like each thing has so many different like symbolic meanings to what characters are in it. Like the hallway where he's solving the, he's solving the, the equation.
1: The math. The,
2: the, he's, doing, he, he's doing the math there. He's doing he's, some of the math. He's doing the math. But, but all right, so you're in a hallway. You're in a school hallway. It's full of doors, right? It's full of hallways. It's long. It's potential. There are different rooms you can go into. Sure. So that kind of is a symbol of where he is in there. And then you have his bedroom where it's his, literally his brain his brain is just full of knowledge and not much else knowledge and filth. You know what I mean? It's knowledge and pretty much nothing. No love, no hope. No, you
1: love this movie.
2: I just, I've just really broken it down, man. I've just really like tried to look at it in a way that I didn't look at it before when I watched it these last two times. Then you've got Sean's apartment where it's empty Hmm. and there's no, there's nothing. It's just empty and full of, um, you know, negligence.
1: So I think you're onto something, and I think this is great because I think it, I, if I were to put a point on it, I think that the production aspect of this movie is way better than it's more interesting to me than the actual movie is. Like Matt Damon and Ben Affleck, like it, us being Rhode Islanders, us being New Englanders, there is something to be said about two fucking Bostonians, like coming from like slums or like wherever the fuck they came from. And they did, like, Andrew, I won't rope you into this, but, like, Ace and I, young, hopefully budding, aspiring filmmakers to be one day. There is something so awesome about this movie and the fact that these guys just, they, they did it. They did the thing, and they right. made an artistically sound movie that speaks on many levels, creatively, emotionally, uh, production design-wise. The editing, I would argue, is good. The writing is fucking good. These guys actually made yeah.
0: something that's going to last
2: for sure, and so I think so.
0: My question for you is, what? Why, why don't you, why doesn't it work? Just because I, honestly, for me, it was just,
1: I don't think it hit at the right time. I really don't think it hit at the right it time. It definitely didn't hit you at the right time. No, I think it, it didn't.
2: Hit, I think it hit the scene at the right time. It did, it did, it did. And I won't take I that, that away. I won't right now,
1: take that right. away. But like, you know, like, I, I don't know. If you ever hear a song, like if somebody recommends you a song and like you're not in the mood to hear it at the time and it's like, they fucking love it. It's the best song they've ever heard. It means so much emotionally. And then you hear it and like, you're like, Eh, I appreciate it. I see the value. That's how I feel in this. It didn't hit me at the right time, right place. If I had seen it when you guys saw it, like that beautiful coming of age, like, you know, time period where Mm. like, you know, Matt Damon's character like really represents, and like you really feel like the emotional impact of having two opposing, different styles of like trying to get you to do better, but they're like contending. I feel like if I had seen this maybe fifteen years ago, it would have hit on every fucking level, including yeah. that stupid ass like cheesy uh, kaleidoscope montage oh at the beginning. God. I would have been like, oh, it's so artistically beautiful. Look <laughs> at what they're doing about the man's fragmented mind. I would have been all about that bullshit. But as a person who works in the film industry is trying to make his own films is like a lover of like, uh, you know, modern style day style. Updated. The style has been updated. Yeah, I don't think that sure. this movie, this movie definitely shows its age and the style. And that's why I'm so obsessed with it. Like I, I think on a production level, it's so important. It's so important. And this was a Miramax kickoff, dude, like this and reservoir dogs were two of the movies that really kicked off Miramax to be the level that they're at. Sure. Sure. So anyway, that's where I come down on this movie. Anybody that's got right. any? Anybody got any final thoughts?
0: Yeah, I want to know what everybody's favorite line in this movie is. Everyone's favorite line. Yeah, like if you were to pick one line that not necessarily symbolizes the movie the best, but like just what because there's a lot of them. Like we said, what's your favorite line in this movie? Uh, I got a couple. Yeah, it's fine. Favorite little line or favorite little quote. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. That's fine because there's a <laughs> lot. <laughs> I want all of
2: them. One of my one of, one of my <laughs> favorites. One of my favorites is when uh, mini drivers coming over. To talk to Will for the uh, first time, and you just hear Morgan's Casey fucking- I'm like Yes, I told her she was a little bit overweight, and she looked at me and says, "I want to I said, "Go fuck yourself." Yeah.
0: And then he goes, "I swallowed, swallowed a bug." A bug. <laughs> <laughs> I swallowed a bug. I'm laying in my bed at like 4 a.m. the third time that I watched this movie this week, and I'm cracking up listening to <laughs> that. And I just said, "Go fuck yourself." <laughs> Um, that's a good one. What's your other ones?
2: Um, like most of the things that fucking Robin Williams says. Yeah. Oh, it's like, uh, what a, a fucking sweet
0: game.
1: I
2: fucking he was going to hit a home
0: run. Matthew, what's yours?
1: Well, I was trying to look for it. Uh, I, I have two favorite quotes and one of them's short and one of them's really long. Uh, the, the very short one would have been more or less, you know, I, I was looking up to quote it. It was Lambeau after the Paper has been blown up in flames, and he more or less says to Will, "It's like you know that you know I, I've said it three times already, so y- yeah, you, get you have it. to go
2: through the go through the go through life knowing that somebody like you exists and you wasted all your fucking like attention. I wish
1: I never fucking met you like that right. was the thing. And then my other favorite quote, quite honestly, it's so fucking cliched, but it's the whole monologue that Robin Williams gives to him at the
2: park. At the park, it's fucking brilliant, dude. Like
1: literally, as one piece of literature." I think that Damon and Affleck could have just retired. That monologue was fucking beautiful. (laughs) And the fact that Robin Williams was the one to deliver it with such emotional weight in the simplicity of the way he said it, Mm. dude, it hit on every level. Favorite, favorite, favorite.
2: That was one of the best scenes, I think, period. Yeah. is just that. Especially when it's like... You, uh, like, I ask you about war. You'll probably quote me some Shakespeare once more into the breach, old friend.
1: But I bet you never stood under the Sistine Chapel and looked up oh, and smelt and seen. Ah, oh, dude, like, seriously, that whole
2: thing was steeped in emotion. And I think that going back on what I've been harping on this whole time is that embodies the the humanity that's missing from those who are so severely academic. For sure, like that was and is, and it also missing.
1: touches to the people that are so brutish. Sure. You know, so you've got the academics, you've got the brutes. Robin Williams is a nice bridge for that.
0: Right. And so is Matt Damon, essentially.
1: Andrew, what's your favorite quote?
0: Um, so I love the, um, when Will's talking about his father, and he's like, he used to just put a belt, a stick, and a wrench on the table and just say, choose and Sean's like well I gotta go with the belt there and he goes I used, I used to go with the wrench I used says, to go with the why? wrench and he goes cause fuck him that's Just why I love that quote. one and then um, the other one I love I don't know the, I don't know it to it's full extent but I love the Irish curse one <laughs> in the bar when he ca- Irish he's like Kathy why don't you give me any of that nasty nasty old hoochie woochie <laughs> last night and she's like you think I wanna deal with that Irish curse you <laughs> You're fucking Irish curse with, out your, out little, with your little tootsie roll dick roll tootsie roll and, got, yeah, and Ben road Affleck's road. just sitting there and he goes I'm touchy roll yeah, Irish, Irish curse Irish curse I don't Irish fucking Irish
2: <laughs> one, one of my favorite lines is uh, you ever gonna pay your tab? Like, yeah I got the
1: winning lottery ticket right
2: here
3: <laughs> how much is
2: it? 12 million that's not enough it's enough to pay for your sex change operation <laughs>
1: <laughs> and oh, alright I've been talking shit about this the whole the whole podcast but his quote about if you're here in 20 years I'll fucking kill you or, like, what, what, what does he say?
2: That's pretty much it. If you're here in, in 20 years w- coming over watching the Pats game, I'll fucking kill
1: you. I'll fucking kill you.
2: That's you guys, a threat. That's a promise. You, I'll fucking kill you. You, you guys
1: are harping on the funny ones, but, like, the ones that really hit me, the quotes in this movie that hit me were the emotional ones. Yeah. Yeah, there's,
2: there's, like, anything with Robin Williams, I can't quote it all verbatim, but anything with Robin Williams, you could just fucking throw up on there.
1: I love when he says he stole my line. That was unscripted. Stole my line. Unscripted. Was it that, really? that is a good one. Son yeah. So da- Damon and Gus were in. So he was reading off the letter uh, off screen and they, uh, they, yeah, he said it and then just improv and they kept it. It was great. Yeah, I was just about to say. So what do you, what do you, what are you thinking? We close general discussion? Shut it down. Shut it down, man. Sound no, good. Um. All right. So let's close up the general discussion with a blanket question of, does it work?
0: Stupid question. Of course it
1: works. (laughs) (laughs) That's a stupid. I don't even like that question. question. Of course it works. Get out of here.
0: I agree.
2: It totally fucking works.
1: Yeah. I'm not gonna fight you guys. I think this movie works. Uh. I. I. Yeah. Again, I'll I'll harp on that stupid-ass uh, montage of them kicking the crap out of those dudes at the basketball court.
2: I think that's fine.
1: Ah, no. No, I would be willing to watch it right now on this podcast and point out why it doesn't work. But Is it the I'm, close-ups on the faces? and the- Yeah, dude. And, like, it wasn't staged well for the camera. Like, you can tell that they're not actually hitting them. The makeup's uh, bad. The- he beat the shit out of that guy. He beat
2: the shit out of Carmine like if um, you,
1: yeah and that was the point but like it's like
2: yeah you see a guy like
1: throwing fists like that and he's fucking done But like i just thought it was cheesy i just thought it was cheesy but more fucking or less whatever. it does work which leads us to oh we already covered that favorite quote of the movie yeah we did, <laughs> we did that naturally that's beautiful all right so here's the question then everybody who's listening to the podcast we do this every week is it a movie or is it a film i'll call it a film i think it's a film yeah it's a film call it a film i'm not even gonna yeah let's just go on so who Gary stole then? who stole the movie fucking
2: morgan casey affleck stole the fucking movie all right so everything
1: he said was fucking hilarious maybe oh my god may i'll that's your opinion maybe go ahead andrew it's, what do, what do you, it's within the parameters of the whole fucking movie it is but i might want to shake up the parameters oh, that's that's
0: the definition of of who stole the movie. Like that's right. a perfect candidate. And I'm going to agree with you.
1: Yeah. You got- <laughs> Here, listen, I'm not going to, I'm not going to hardline this, but I do want you guys to at least entertain me
0: Quit I, jerking off in my mother's room. I want to shake up the parameters
1: a little bit. I want to at least entertain the idea of shaking up the parameters. I believe there is a case to be made that mini driver steals the movie before you guys freak out. The reason I would make that case is because I don't think she was written as a lead. She's on the cover of the movie.
2: What, she, what she's, cover are you she's talking She's on the movie about. poster.
1: Yeah, she's on the movie poster. What movie poster are you guys looking at? The
2: one at? with fucking Will Smith. Uh, Will Smith. Will Smith! <laughs> the, one, the one where they're Robin sitting in the Williams, park. Williams, Matt Damon. She's on that poster? I don't it's think Robin so. Robin Williams, like. Matt Damon, uh, Ben Affleck, and Minnie Driver. Those are the four people that are on the movie poster. Dude, or whenever movie whenever
1: I see the poster of this movie, I see this one. The classic just Will and Robin. Sure. Oh, you're talking about this one. That's the one. Yeah. Uh, okay. Boom. All right. Well, I would have said Minnie, but I, I don't know. I mean, really. I I love Minnie in this. Oh, I fuck had, you. Then I had Stellan. I had a crush on Stellan. 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 Stellan, yeah. Oh, He's not on the movie poster, motherfuckers. No, he isn't. No,
2: he yeah.
0: isn't. Yeah. Yeah. Just
2: another Skarsgård in the rough that fucking appeared. No, he nowhere. was the
0: OG Skarsgård. <laughs> don't probably even get me started. started. He's probably in the second most scenes, though. Yeah. So so we're character. shaking.
1: We're uh, i again. I'm asking to shake up the parameters. Are you guys yeah. not cool with me saying I you Stellan? Want. I mean, like it needs you to be want. smaller. It needs to be smaller. You want?
0: Yeah, I mean, you can say whatever you want, but like, yeah, I think you're missing the point of who stole, stole a movie
2: the movie from the parameters. Because because <laughs> like literally, I think I could watch oh, oh. I could watch
0: any movie that had like a good actor. Like I could watch fucking Wolf of Wall Street and be like, yeah, Jonah Hill stole it. Like <laughs> you know, like, it, it's just uh, you can't. Yeah, I mean, do you could say Robin Williams
2: steals this fucking movie. Right, like it becomes a Robin Williams movie and not a movie of the whole. I think that someone who stole the movie and who is noticeable but completely negligent is somebody. Here's like the Morgan.
0: thing: without Stellan Skarsgård, this story isn't po- without his character. The story's not possible. Without Casey Affleck's character, the story's still very story's going to continue possible. on. It's yeah, very yeah, yeah, yeah. possible. That's fair.
1: All right, um, I don't know. I'll take your answer. I hadn't really considered this one. It didn't really matter to me because I was so wrapped up in Stellan and Robin Williams. Yeah, I bet you they, were. Th- th- yeah, your was. first
0: one was Minnie. Yeah. <laughs> well,
1: uh, you guys shot that down, so I just kind of let it go. All right, fuckers. <laughs> you Next you category: you you you
0: Who was gay? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Wasn't there actually an answer? Didn't you guys touch on that without me having to bring it up? <laughs> yeah, it was like the the uh, shrink. Oh, it was the shrink? Yeah, that's right. Um. All right. Boom, what boom, would boom. you have done differently as directors, producers, actors? We last week we expanded this category to be any role. That you could have been in the movie. What would you have done differently?
2: I would have not used so many fucking zooms and so much movement zooms. They use a lot of zooms. Oh I my didn't god! Notice yeah, zooms. there's there are so many fucking zooms in this. And zooms, zooms.
1: Are you positive?
2: Zooms I'm gonna or fight you on this one. Push ins. How about push ins? That's a little bit more broad. Well,
1: you got to be very specific because zooms are a totally different effects.
2: Sure. It's not a lens zoom or a digital zoom, but it's definitely, you're talking about a, the push in, you're probably going to pull out, push in pull out. There's a lot of that in scenes. And it's like, stop, just fucking let the
1: goddamn scene happen. Which is why I would argue that the, the technical aspects of the movie might not have aged well.
2: Probably not. No. I, and I, I could, I could sit down and agree with you there, but I, I don't think it takes away from that
0: completely where it's unwatchable. Andrew. So I wanted more scenes involving mini driver and involving the friends. And I think I'm going to touch on that a little bit more in a different topic that we get to a uh, different area that we cover in a few minutes. Hmm. Um, but I, w- and I know that there's only so much you can do in such a short amount of time. And the, I mean, even the, the movie's still over two hours, right? but I'm going to, I'm just going to save that point for another, another topic that we're going to get to in a few minutes. But like that, that area of it is one of the things that I would have liked to have seen expanded on. Um, as far as like casting and stuff like that, though, I thought it was perfect. Mm. You yeah. know, like I think that I think everybody works in this movie. You know, they I think, pull their I, own. Yeah, I think the writing's great. I think you know they don't really ever leave South Boston, which is good. You know, I mean they're in the city a little bit at the schools. You know, they go right. to Harvard, but like other than that, I mean, yeah, it it takes place in. in there's nothing whole. complex about the scenery. You know, no, it's just no. you know it's very, it's very matter of fact. It's very what it is, uh, which I like. You know, I, I don't think there's a lot that needs to change about this movie. Um, I don't like the opening segment. Like the, the kaleidoscope yeah, montage yeah, that's I so fucking stupid i that don't like that you know it's just like i feel like i am in that like is a, dated yeah i feel like i'm in like a bee's nest like <laughs> <laughs> <bzz>. that <laughs> yeah. is
2: super dated
0: yeah i didn't like that i'd probably just like <laughs> <laughs> i'd probably like scan the city of boston for the opening credits you know like i that would have been a
2: that would have been a better idea.
3: Yeah.
0: Like,
2: some, like, I awesome think if it comes statements. out today, it
0: probably does. Dude. Yeah. That's yeah, actually a really would.
1: good point. There's Wouldn't something to that. They probably, it. I feel like there was, there could be an argument made for like, if you were actually trying to ace, you were harping on this before. If you were actually trying to show the class idea of it, uh, and taking what Andrew said, you would have, you know, started in like really wealthy areas, showed sure. that, and then sure. finally wind up at Will's place in like the slums of wherever the fuck he is.
2: Dude, you're totally right. We really should re- remake Goodwill
1: hunting. I'm not going to make good Talking about him? No, no this movie is right. great. This is fine. So, all right, my turn. I I would not do much different because I I think the acting, the writing's great. I think the only real beef I have is that fucking montage scene where they're beating the shit out of those guys. I don't think it was well filmed. I don't think it was uh, in peer. It, it wasn't in step with the rest of the movie. Definitely not
2: in step with the rest of the movie. I think it was intentional and purposeful. Which and is that's just me. I, that's just me. I mean, I think that Gus will agree as well, but who the fuck am I?
1: Well, I would also argue that Gus hasn't really come out with much after, so he doesn't have a leg to stand on.
2: I do love, uh, I don't know, have you guys seen Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love that fucking scene where they're about to beat up uh, Matt Damon and Ben Affleck and they're filming Goodwill Hunting 2, hunting season.
1: Oh my God, I totally forgot about that They uh, just brought what, that what
2: up. They it? Like, they got camera rolling. It's, uh, Action, Gus? Ben, I'm busy. He's just counting money. <laughs> He's <laughs> just counting the money for the first <laughs> one.
1: It's like, Ben, I told you I'm busy. I'm busy. <laughs> You're a true artist, Gus. I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if I would have changed all that much about it. I mean, no, it, it I did wouldn't. its thing. It, it, it did its thing in the way that it did it. I probably would have expanded many drivers' role. She was fucking amazing, dude. She like is I, awesome. In that. I really wish she went on to do other things. She like didn't better things. <laughs> <laughs> like Damon's career went this way up, 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 and then her career just like.
2: She's probably doing fine.
1: Oh, I have no doubt. But like, she's like, she's a good actress. I would. She's a good actor. I would have loved to have seen her in other stuff. All right, motherfuckers. Would it have gone? To theater or video on demand if it came out today in 2020. Ace, yes.
2: that's a tough one. That is a tough one because I feel like it could have been one of those movies that like just stayed in the Netflix queue for a little while. Like, oh, this looks pretty good. There was a good trailer, and like you sleep on it, and then when you finally watch, you're like, fuck, awesome. Mm. But I also think this could have been in the theater.
0: I think it goes to theater.
1: I'm gonna make the argument that if so here here's why i say it goes to video on demand the idea of two young upstarts so the idea here sure, again sure. i'm going back to the production aspect of it ben and matt you know, local Boston guys assume there was another Ben and Matt who paved the way for Bostonians. We're living is
2: not from, I mean, Ben is not from Boston,
1: whatever. We're living in 2020. The road of goodwill hunting has already been paved more or less. And now we're living in a video on demand. This movie, the script, the way it was filmed, I would argue, even though I agree, it's good. It's really fucking good on demand. It's going on
0: demand. Fair think, enough. I don't I think even, you're I don't, wrong. I don't think there's even a, a snowball's chance in hell this movie goes to video on demand
1: in 2020. <laughs> yep. without Robin Williams, you would
0: have to recast Ooh. this whole thing. Why do you have to recast the whole thing? That's never been part of it. That's I'm making never been it part now. Of the parameters,
1: if you are making it okay, now, but would okay, be no but up. who's
0: in it? Like, <laughs> oh, that's
1: a good one. Who would you cast? Who would you cast if you differently? Made it today, if you made it today, who would you cast? I would cast
2: like Oscar Isaac. That's not part of the parameters. <laughs>
1: Oscar guess, Isaac?
2: Oscar Isaac would be a pretty good Sean uh, Maguire.
0: Uh, Timothy Chalamet in the Matt Damon role would be perfect. Who the fuck's Timothy Chalamet? Are you a oh, hold on, I need to ask, are you a fan? Yeah. I think he does a good I think he's good. I think he's really up and coming too.
1: Okay, can you like I'm not trying to be a dick. Can you point me to the movies Lady, Lady Bird? You, Lady Bird? Yeah. Oh, he was good in Lady Bird. I know. But is that what your argument's resting on?: And
0: that movie with Steve Carell.:
1: Fox Race.: Oh Carell's beautiful son, boy. Beautiful boy. Yeah Oh, I haven't seen it. Oh. It's on my cue.
0: That movie's really good.:
1: I did see him in that movie where he fucked a peach, and then he fucked Army Hammer. He was what? okay in that. huh? Yeah. You should check it out. Who's this fucking Oh, guy? I really want to see this movie. He's in The King with he's uh, Robert in, um, Pattinson. He was just in Little Women. He's been in everything. I'm so excited for him. He, I, I did not like David Lynch's Dune. However, have you, said, uh, have you seen uh, Denis Villanuevo's uh, trailer for Dune? No. Oh, man. Same guy who did Sicario and Prisoners. He's yeah, coming man. out with Dune. Yeah, yeah anyway, t- Timothy Chavez. So you would have cast Timothy? Uh, in t- the Matt Damon
0: role, actually. In the Matt Damon role. Yeah. Who would you have cast as
1: Robin? Or
0: Sean. As as Sean right now. Yeah, now. Leo. Leo. Shut the fuck
1: up. Shut the
2: fuck up. No way.
1: No way.
3: <laughs>
1: I don't know. I would have cast Mike Myers. I don't know who the hell is. He?
3: <laughs> Mike
2: Myers. Wait a minute,
1: wait a minute, wait a minute. I just said that like offhandedly. Is there a case to be made there? No.
2: No, there's not. <laughs>
1: no, there isn't.
2: Definitely. Tarantino, Definitely. No. Tarantino
0: didn't direct this, so...
1: Oh, man, Tarantino, he was Miramax's first, like,
0: real go-ahead. Uh, yeah, Reservoir Dogs. For sure. But, dude, if you put Timothy Chalamet and Tom Holland in the, ben, in the Ben Affleck role... Well, they would be more
1: age-appropriate than Damon and Affleck. Dude. But that's what I'm saying.
0: Did you put those well, two in that role? That's not going on demand. Anyway.
1: That's not going on demand. Well,
2: I, you know, you got to think No, that-
1: that's not going on demand if you get Chalamet and Tom Holland. Right. No fucking way.
2: Well, I think that it was... I would have cast Pattinson.
1: Very, I would have cast Pattinson. I'm going to go who? ahead and say he's it. He's already 30. I don't care. He looks, like a, he looks like a very, very young 30. Like maybe a 25. Uh, no, he
0: doesn't. He's getting there. He's a vampire. He's, get, oh, fuck. <laughs>
1: he's
0: getting there. Dude, we should watch The Lighthouse. Oh, my God. You got to like,
1: see The Lighthouse, Andrew. Who
0: would you have put in Mini Driver's role now?
1: Ooh, good question.
0: Yeah, good. yeah. I know you're going to put Margot Robbie. Good yeah. question. <laughs> I no, am.
1: no, no. Margot Robbie, is sicko. Who who would you put nowadays? Oh,
0: um, Margot Robbie. Emma Watson. <laughs> Emma
1: Watson. Mm. Emma Watson could have actually no. Emma Watson could have done okay. I don't think Florence she would be Pugh could charming. Yep.
2: Oh, you know who you you know who you could fucking put? Fucking Rory Dawson or um, Rashida Jones.
1: They're 40. They're in their fi- late 40s, yeah, 50s. Is, fuck yourself. No, get out of here with that bullshit. Fuck I, it off. I just like saying. Dude, them.
0: like you could have put like Bradley Cooper in Robin Williams' role. What? What? No. I don't agree. I don't think with you that. guys watch that many movies that come out nowadays. I don't think that you do. Huh. No, let me refresh.
1: You literally
0: have no grounds to say that. <laughs> no, you watch
1: That's that I was trying to say the opposite. I don't think that you've watched enough movies like that have come out historically. What like, the fuck
0: does that have to do with casting a movie now? What no 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 no. Answer the question. What does that have to do with casting a movie right now? Literally nothing.
1: It's all about the parameters. No.
0: You are so it's you all make about the, the worst points. <laughs> like literally the worst points.
1: Well, who would you cast in uh... The- all right, fuck yourself. All right, let's move on. I Literally, I'm waiting for one through eight
0: episodes. I'm waiting for one good point out of the person who works in film.
1: Actually, I had a lot of good points last week. I came prepared. Fuck put Johnny yourself.
0: Depp in the role. You
1: want to put Johnny Depp in the put, role? Put I, would, in put, I would put Depp in the role of Skarsgård. There you go. Sure. Yeah, fuck yourself.
0: Looking like Grindelwald. He could have played it. Has this movie aged well? I think so. Yeah.
2: I don't. Well, you didn't fucking see it in, in back then. So, how do you know how it is? Oh, used? you could
0: put Brad Pitt in that role. Are
1: oh, you, in you're being role? serious?
2: Yeah. You're As being who? serious? As Sean. As Sean? As Sean? Yeah. He could do that. He could Think get so? emotional. Can he get bearded, though?
0: Yeah. He has a beard. Yeah, have you, always.
1: Have you seen him in sh- The Big Short? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he's got a good beard in that. Yeah. No, what he,
0: or like Robert Downey Jr. He could do it. Downey? Yeah.
2: yeah Actually, could Downey down could Downey. do it. Yeah. Hugh Jackman well, Robert Downey could do it. Yeah, that'd be cool.
1: Hugh Jackman, I don't. He's too big, like muscular. Hugh, Hugh Jackman, Hugh Jackman could totally play the
2: professor, though. He could play Lambo. Hugh Jackman could totally play Professor Lambo.
1: I would want him to drop like fifty pounds of muscle. Fifty pounds of muscle. Yeah, I'd be like, dude, like you're. He, Why you're, you're an academic can't be jacked? No, see, my whole thing, and in inter- no, I can't. I don't know if you. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't know if you agree with this, but like a, a huge thing for me is I don't like seeing the actor in the role. Okay. And that's something that I appreciate about this movie is that like these guys, you know, you know, Mad Damon, you know, Ben Affleck, you know, Robin Williams now, yeah. but like when this came out, I would imagine like obviously Damon and Affleck were, you know, they, they weren't. The people we know them to be now, it just like... Or er, I'm not making a point. I'm drunk. All right, fuck yourselves. Oh, you're not making a
0: point per usual.
1: That a boy. I'm not, I don't even have the will. I'm so fucking tired. I don't have the willpower to fight you, motherfucker. You
0: also don't have an argument to fight us. Well, I'm saving it all for my list. Yeah, let's get to the damn list. Um, I the, so the point that I wanted to make. Yeah, before, what do you want to make? What what
1: point do you want to make? Is that this movie? <laughs> like,
0: I would have loved this movie expanded into like. A ten episode Netflix series. Really, Ace doesn't disagree with me. So really, good, a, a good try episode. again, Matthew. <laughs> Why would you
1: want to see this expanded? It works like I so just well in a concise, I like loved- two hour
0: thing. Even, you even said it too. You wanted to see Minnie Driver's character expanded. I wanted to see his relationship with his friends expanded. There's more to a life in Boston than what we saw in two hours for these people. I think sure. it would, and, and sure. there's, there's good enough gotten, writing in this that you could have gotten people to watch a 48-minute episode 10 times. Sure, I could see that. I could see that.
1: I, I, I hear where you're coming from. I, I, I feel that. I don't agree. I think it works really well for what it did. I personally wouldn't want to spend more time with these guys.
2: What? I'd like to see them go through the actual changes and like go through these weeks with them.
0: I want Jeff Goldblum incorporated cool. in this movie.
2: Goldblum? Somewhere. Ooh, Goldblum? He's an intellect.
0: Who is, who is
2: Goldblum? Who is he? He
0: would be Stellan. He'd be Tom.
1: Uh-huh.
2: <laughs> Dude, I fucking hate that son of a bitch. You don't like Jeff? No, I love Jeff. I hate Tom, the character in Goodwill Hunting. No, he wouldn't
1: be Tom. That took (laughs) me. What are you talking about? He'd be Stellan.
2: (laughs) He'd be a good Stellan.
1: I think he would be a great Stellan. Um, anything else on
2: Goodwill Hunting? Yeah, I got one more thing. Do you guys did you guys notice the weird like? It was like the weird infatuation with students that. Lambo had,
0: yeah. He always wanted to bang them.
2: Yeah, like he always had like some. Off, oh yeah, that, off that comment like that was with, creepy. I like think every that's just girl old that he was in around in general, is that like, old men or is that is that just weird professors? Because they, because I think, they, they do I think a point, he's
0: exposed to it more. They
2: they do a point of pointing that out too when uh, Will goes and calls her in the rain. He's like, "Is this professor <laughs> something or <laughs> yeah, other? Yeah, are you
0: fucking calling me again? Oh, you're right. Oh, so I, 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 she hangs I, up. She's like, "Freak,
2: fucking freak, yeah,
1: <laughs> fucking freak."
2: I thought, that was a, I thought that was pretty interesting. I was like, wow, he is a fucking weirdo. Like, you don't got anything, do you? Fucking bachelor mathematician.
1: Stellan. So, is that it on Goodwill Hunting? I think we can
2: wrap up Goodwill Hunting.
1: I'm good with Goodwill
2: Hunting in this hour and 20. Matthew, you have. <laughs> Dude, looking at podium. Andrew right now. Look at
1: him right now. <laughs> you have the podium. He's like, yeah, oh, make a point.
2: <laughs> I want to hear all three of these lists and I even more want to hear Andrew contest them.
1: <laughs> oh, you
3: motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. All right, so I'll admit I came to this. Came, uh, I, I, I came multiple twice. times before. Two I, times. Every time I wrote a list, I jerked off before and after. Wow. Um, wow. Yeah, you know, you got to do what you got to uh, do. It's a family so, show. It's a family show. guys. You no, know it certainly is not. It is not. All right, so guys, here's the thing I came to these lists and I Don't. deliberately tried to be uh,
2: objective. objective, different
1: from what we've heard. I I actually stretched and tried to come up with reasons for the actors I chose, but we had parameters. <laughs> like, but they are within the parameters. As well. They
2: fucking better be within which these is, goddamn which parameters.
1: Which is what I'm excited about, and I think that we're gonna get there. <laughs> I, will,
2: I will say, I will say that in these uh, in these last couple of episodes, I'm ashamed that Robin Williams hasn't made
0: any list. I'm the praying past that you have Edward Norton somewhere on that list. <laughs> from just, uh, you're like so. Wait, sidebar: wait, wait, wait. I actually just watched Motherless Brooklyn. <laughs>
1: So, for the record, I do want it to be reflected on the record. Edward Norton is not on any of these lists, and I still have it. Would have been on the record anyway, not yet. Not yet. (laughs) You ain't seen
2: motherless Brooklyn, that's why.
1: (laughs) All right, so do you you want me to go? I'm
2: ready for you to go. Is this this the objective list? No, so
1: the the first list was the best actors within the past 30 years that are critically acclaimed. Correct. Again, I was going for something that we haven't already gone for. My number one. And I've got examples. Why is Jack Nicholson within the past thirty years? Jack Nicholson
2: is number one.
1: I'm just here. Here's what I'm gonna do. I'm just gonna keep going with my list. Stop me if you really want to question it. From 1990 to now. So number
0: one, I want to question it.
1: (laughs) Go ahead. Go ahead. (laughs) Um, Based on what? Few Good Men. As good as it gets. uh, The Departed. And S.G.G. What's S.G.G.
2: You fucking something uh more. something's, something's got to give, it. yeah. yeah with sense.
1: Diane Keaton, those are my okay. four for why I think okay. that those are. So
2: for four movies in thirty years,
0: four movies is so, enough. Yeah. So do we get to counter that? Because absolutely, if you want to, because that's like a ten-year body of work out which of which is fine. Years.
1: Which is fine. Again, I was going for something that hasn't already been on the list. I was trying to make it a little bit more diverse. I was trying to give a nod to an old favorite who still puts yeah, out but good performances. Here's my who argument: still puts out good performances? He doesn't put out still anything currently. Anymore. He
0: hasn't made anything in ten years. He it's here's the
1: last thirty years. Those are the parameters. But he bitches. hasn't he
0: hasn't even made one in the last ten.
1: Okay, and so okay, last, this okay. from wait, this is a
0: subjective list. My no, personal, it's not. not. No, this it's list not. is supposed to be. You got one subjective list. The other two were objective, which is why these are all first. critically
1: acclaimed movies within the past thirty fucking. And years. And there's only
0: five of them on there. Who gives a
1: fuck? That's literally it's, exactly it, what we, we talked no, about. No, that's not within the parameters. You have to have 18
0: fucking movies no, that are credited no, and you need to have 30 a 30 years. year body of work. You can't have a 10 year body of work in 30 Jack years. Jack Nicholson's
1: 30 year body of work is so limited that these count. It's four He movies came out with 15 movies,
0: movies in 30 years. Right. Not the 30 years we're talking about. Yeah. The 30 From years we're talking 90 about. To now. 1990 to now, he did not come out with that many movies that would put him in that level. I Most of his the best work came
2: before 1990, and he smashed it with *The Departed*. Smashed it with all four movies that you said. All four movies that you said were
0: absolutely amazing, but they weren't. Like, it's a 30-year body of work. It's not a. It's not a 10-year body of work. My opinion stands, and it's that's not only an number one list.
2: Right. This, the first list was supposed to be the objective.
0: The first two lists were supposed to be objective. The third was subjective. If you had Jack Nicholson number one on your list because you think those five movies stand out about above any other movies that have come out in the last 30 years, sure, that's your credence to you. You're wrong about this one. I'll, you, that. You wanna, unless, I'll eat that, unless, but
1: I'm unless, not budging. I'll, unless, I'll eat unless, that, but I'm not budging.
2: Unless you want to start with your subjective list.
1: No, I don't. <laughs> well,
2: then fine. <laughs> well, you already
1: <laughs> did. No, I don't. <laughs> Eat it then. That's fuck. my objective. Fuck oh, yourselves. Yeah, I just hit my toe. That's what's staying. Yeah. All right. And that's only number one. So well, you, guys, yeah, ready yeah, 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 yeah. you guys, guys ready to buckle in? You guys ready to buckle in? More
0: credibility. Got? I don't I fucking need Marlon credibility. Brando Who the fuck am I trying one? One? to
1: impress? Who the fuck am I trying to impress? I'm drinking with you guys. I'm just talking movies. Uh, number two, Robert De Niro.
0: <laughs> okay. Past 30 years. Robert So De Niro. everything, we, everything we just said in the last four minutes, just repeat that.
1: Number three. <laughs> yeah, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> put it on repeat, put it on loop, whatever. Yeah, yeah, okay, we got. It. Number three, Kate Winslet. Yeah, okay, I like it. I want to argue that. Way. I like it. Number four, Kevin Spacey. I like it. Number five, one. Denzel. I like it. Number we six, like it. Daniel Day Lewis. Yeah, we all like it. Number seven, Brad Pitt. We okay. all like it. Eight, Leo. Yep. I already said Denzel. Morgan, sorry. Morgan's on number 10? Morgan's number nine. And then the last one is Tom Cruise. 10. <laughs> yeah, I would argue Tom Cruise. I would argue Tom Cruise. He is a diverse actor and he comes out with some powerhouse performances. Yeah. Magnolia ranks right up there for me. Like, Magnolia that is the watershed dope. moment. Yeah. Vanilla I would argue. Vanilla Sky, too. Eyes wide shut.
0: Yeah. Vanilla Sky. I like Vanilla, Vanilla Sky. sky. <laughs> I
1: liked it, too. Like Wait, I, You
0: fucking like Vanilla Sky? This was supposed to be objective. Vanilla Sky tanked. It oh. did. But, like, I like fucking. Right. I get it, but you—what did you just say? You like Vanilla Sky? Yeah, I get it. 95 yeah, right, percent of people. Hold don't.
1: on, hold fine, on. See, tank. this is the thing, though. When you say "tanked," this is where I'm holding—I'm uh, I'm holding up on the parameters because it's the box office shit. It's the return. That's a it's different, the return. different
0: list. Tanked reviews wise too though. Okay.
1: Vanilla Sky, yes. I will argue so yes. anything but below Tom Cruise, 8. 5 on I would IMD no, IMDb I don't even think that necessarily
0: tomatoes. makes it a bad move. I think if it gets a seven or a seven out of ten. Yeah, I, I think, think that if it's I above six,
1: if it's above six, it's arguably a good movie. There's a lot of those though. That's a D. Yeah, there's there's a that's lot certainly of
2: those. A D. Like,
1: all right. Well, it would have passed in high school. Yeah, you can pass with D's but that doesn't passing is not good. Okay? But these are we need to iron out the parameters. You motherfuckers yeah, are fucking parameters You're putting again. the weaknesses on the parameters. Okay, so I heard out your list. Um the only I'll one that you really want to
0: no, you the, the only the one two. you really want to fight me on would be De Niro and Jack Nicholson.
2: Yeah, y'all fight about it.
0: I would fight know. you on Tom Cruise too, but I wouldn't I I can understand that one. The other two I don't understand at all. You don't understand De Niro. Not at all. Let me let me just come at you with this. Goodfellas, Casino,
1: Cape Fear, Heat, Bronx Tale, Sleepers, Jackie Brown, Men of Honor, Silver Linings, American Hustle, Joker, Irishman. Those are huge. Huge. Give me the last four. I'm going to give you the full list. Goodfellas, Casino, Cape Fear, Heat, Bronx Tale, Sleepers, uh, Jackie Brown, Men of Honor, Silver Linings, American Hustle,
0: Joker, Irishman. Okay, so stop at Men of Honor. Okay. Stop at Men of Honor because those all I'll give you, and that's about a 10-year stretch. Men of Honor came out in 2001. Mm-hmm. I'll give you all that. American Hustle. So read, the, read me the last four. American Hustle, Joker, Irishman, Silver Lining. Irishman I'll give you. The other three his characters are pretty negligible in.
1: Not in Silver Lining. I'm going to hardline that one. Not in Silver, Silver Lining,
0: Lining. He plays a big role, but is he, he's not that good at it.
1: I disagree 100%. 150%. Okay. I think that he is so fucking important in that movie and on top of that I think he's good.
0: Okay. American Hustle he's not relevant in.
1: American Hustle they could have cast somebody
0: else but I would still argue that they put his name was- on that to draw to because they had four A-list actors they put that on there just for that reason. Hear me out. Hear me out.
1: They absolutely I will agree could have cast somebody else in that role and it would have been just fine. However, it was a critically acclaimed movie, and I would argue he was really good in the role he played.
0: And here's my other argument. All of that, so like there's 12 years in between Men of Honor and the next one that you said where he didn't make a good movie. Which is fair. Which is fair. But I would still go De Niro because there are a lot
1: of, honestly, there are a lot of other movies I didn't put on the list that you can... I don't know. You can say they're not great, but I would probably argue that I missed some critically acclaimed movies in there.
0: Not Machete. But you also didn't mention how terrible some of the movies that he made were, which is part of it. Sure. I'll give you... Okay, hmm. that so was my biggest here's the thing: his Jamie Foxx one last week. It was. It, it was. was. Jamie Foxx has been in a lot of great movies, but he's made... It. Horrendous. Well, justice.
2: don't you think that the idea that people know more about the movies that are amazing that people have been in versus all the movies that they did that were bad? But that,
0: thank something? you. But that's what thank we, you. That's the discussion we're having. That's what sure. we bring to the table. We're sure. not just.
1: And I would him. argue one hundred and fifty fucking percent. Again, I'll go back to Jack Nicholson and De Niro on this one. Okay. I would argue that the four their, good their, movies, their hits, outweigh any anything that they did wrong.
0: Well, Jack Nicholson just hasn't been in enough in this for him to count. From like, the stretch again, the
1: though, stretch. within
0: his stretch, he had more hits than he did misses. His ten-year stretch. This is a thirty-year examination.
1: D- real quick, I will. I. I I'm not hmm. going to get upset about this. I do want to interrogate this in a real way. Let me just look up his IMDb and like give me Nicholson? a second. Yes, give me a second to plead my case here. Man, give me an actual second to plead my case, Jack. I know you're like 83 fucking years old. You're not taking movies anymore. And he's like anymore. dying. He's not dying. He's doing just fine. All right, so all, dying, all the way Matthew. back to... Listen, listen. I was near correct. So <laughs> one, two, three, four, Close five, enough. six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen. 4, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19. I was four movies off. Since 1990, he has been in 90... Uh, <laughs> what did I just say? 90? <laughs> no, no, before that, 19. 19. You were four movies. movies off. So, ready? Yeah. The two Jake's, I would argue, is crap. So, Never saw it. Right, do me a favor. Count, count the crap ones. There are 19 movies. Yeah. Count the crap ones.
2: All right, your crap ones. Okay.
1: Actually, 19 movies, count the good ones. Few good men. Okay. Hoffa. Yeah. I would argue Hoffa. I would also argue Wolf.
2: <laughs> I won't, but.
1: Uh, then I would argue as good as it gets. Yep. I would definitely argue The Pledge.
2: I never saw The Pledge.
1: Pledge by, uh, it's uh, directed by Sean Penn. Oh, it's so good. Never seen it. Uh, about Schmidt, I would about argue, Schmidt is really is good. great. I love uh, About Schmidt. I also love would it. argue Anger Management. I know Anger a, Management's
2: great. He's it's awesome a comedy, in anger but management. he's fucking great in he it. He is amazing in Anger Man. There's a face that he makes when he's looking across the bar. It's like, it's
1: so good. Everybody and then when knows he, it. And then when he's talking about, uh, anyway, uh, so anger management something's got to give yep the departed yep it's actually 18 the the academy awards don't count okay and neither does vanity fair okay you got six on my hands and then bucket list with morgan freeman Mm. Uh, that's not Bucket list was not you're, wonderful. You're there. And not actually wonderful. actually it's even less than that. It is 15 movies because he was only in a cameo of I'm still here with Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah. Real quick. Really we're dealing with 15 movies over 30 years. And how many fingers did you just hold up? 6.
2: 7, I guess you could you could fight for 7 if you combine two of those halves.
1: Guys, I'm going to die on this hill. You can disagree I'm dying on this hill. I still say that Jack Nicholson in the past 30 years is one of the single best critically acclaimed actors who has worked. That's why I you're, think that's that, why you're dead on the hill.
2: I think that Jack Nicholson is one of the most critically acclaimed actors to have ever worked.
1: Ever. But ever the context the is thirty years. years.
2: Not in the last thirty years. Well, ever. I, if you if you expand it to fifty, sure.
1: Oh, if you expand it to 50, he's at number one every time, in my opinion. If you expand
2: it to 50, but the parameters are at 30, and that's the
1: point. And I'm, again, I told you guys when I was coming into this list, I was looking to make a point. And my point being, this is an unpopular opinion, but I think there's a case to be made here, as we just demonstrated. Andrew does not agree. Ace, it sounds like you don't agree either. However, can you at least give me a little leeway and say that the argument is valid? No, go fuck yourself. Nope. Fuck yourselves. All right, next list. Next list. If you didn't like that list, you're really going to fucking hate this one. <laughs> you're really going to fucking hate but this one. But here's the
0: problem. They, they're supposed to be objective. I made an objective
1: argument.
2: Give me the fucking second list. Right.
1: Second list is your dumbass box office movie stars. Ready yeah, for it? You guys, I'm, not you even, gonna, I'm not even going to give you guys the credence. to Just let me get through this. Come on. Liam Neeson, Tom Cruise, Chadwick Boseman. Uh, wait, Ian, wait! Who
2: the fuck is Chadwick Boseman? Uh, not Black Boseman. Panther.
1: Yeah, Black Panther.
2: What was he, another than Black Panther?
1: We'll get there. Yeah, he's yeah, he's good. Okay, he's good okay, fine fine, 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 fine. Ian McKellen. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> I Go love ahead. Ian McKellen. Go but... ahead. And he's been in box office hit after hit with the X Men movies and Lord of the Rings. Fuck yourselves. I think that's Bradley right, Cooper. Fine. Mm-hmm, okay. Bradley fine. Cooper. The yep.
0: Ian McKellen one though. Those were already twenty years ago.
1: Still within still the 30. It's with, still, within, still the 30. within the
0: 30, but what's he done since then?
1: Doesn't matter. He He's was a dying. huge box office success during that run. Those were the biggest movies to come out. It's true, though. Hold on. Benedict on. Cumberbatch, Andy Serkis, Robert Downey Jr., Sam Jackson. Yeah. And then you guys are definitely going to tear this one apart. Dana Radcliffe.
2: Yeah, I'll tear that apart. I mean,
1: there's an argument to me. Be just made, because though.
2: of Harry Potter? Like just Harry Potter alone. Yes, just Harry Potter alone.
1: Yep, those Wrong. are the biggest movies to come out ever. Well, I don't think that
2: any that, movie that, that was that he's Star
0: done, Wars
1: for our generation.
2: Yeah, I agree that it was Star Wars for our generation, but he's definitely not the fucking Harrison. It's Ford. Star Wars
0: for our generation, but people from that generation don't consider Mark Hamill one of the best actors of that generation.
2: But he is. He is. He does have more of a Harrison box office Ford name.
1: Box office success. Every time Daniel uh, Radcliffe went to the box office with those movies. Millions upon yeah, but, millions but, upon millions. But what did Same Daniel Radcliffe Ian, do? What that,
2: did Radcliffe do after Harry Potter that
1: made him that independent big? films? Independent, films. Right, I'll independent films. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Films. However, what I'm arguing is that his, his box office was the big thing. But
2: the box office
1: came from the
2: from the story. It's not the acting. The box office came from the story, and that's why we and,
1: have these discussions.
0: And the and the box office comes from a collective body of work. There it is. Doesn't come from. Oh, it, cl- it comes from a collective body of work. It doesn't come from fucking. I'm not gonna fight you on Daniel Radcliffe. Okay, okay. I'm not. I'm I mean, not gonna I fight you on will. that at all. You'll I mean, fight I,
2: me on Daniel. I will because I like him a lot in all of the things. Define that he's, it I,
1: within the parameters.
2: In the parameters, he only had what ten years of doing the Harry Potter movies. Those were a big ten years, Alex. I know they were a big ten years, but it didn't fucking make it so that you have to see every Daniel Radcliffe movie. It wasn't like the name sold the movie. Which and he was also the idea. wasn't
0: in any movies in the nineties or the two thousand and tens really. Well, the Harry Potters came out in the nineties. They came out in two thousand, yeah. oh, I they? believe. Two thousand
2: one is when the first one was. Oh Jesus. Yeah. So you got eleven years shaved off of that fucking thirty year parameter. And then after they were done doing the Harry Potters, he just did independent films. And people were interested in seeing them, but those were Netflix movies, those came out to
1: Amazon the, Prime. the,
2: yeah, yeah, the streaming services. You. So he wasn't one of those pr- people where the name got you to the movie, which was the idea for this second list is the names get you to the movie.
1: Well, no. See, I would disagree. I would argue that Daniel Radcliffe's name is the only reason you're watching any Daniel Radcliffe movie. But no one is. <laughs> <laughs> sure, sure. Right.
2: That's the idea is that no one is. It's not raking in anything for movie theaters or really production companies. People aren't hiring Daniel Radcliffe because Daniel Radcliffe's going to bring in the audience. For the no, butts I in would seats. argue... It's butts in seats. Remember, it's butts in seats. That Buts was one of the seats. biggest parameters for list number two was butts in seats.
1: Agreed. But if you're seeing a movie with Daniel Radcliffe, why are you watching it? Because
0: it's Harry Potter.
1: No, because, no, that's because seeing it looks it because... fucking
0: interesting.
2: Because it looks interesting,
0: which he does
2: a good job doing. He does a good job picking roles that look like horns. That looked fuck that is cool. That's a great movie. Horns is great. Sure. Uh Swiss Army Man is also super fun. hmm Um and those are honestly the only other fucking two that I can think of other than Harry Potter that
0: he
1: was in. And that the woman in black
0: sucked. Oh, uh, what was that? He oh, was in I an episode. It, I of thought Actors. it was
1: a nice nod. I thought it was a nice nod to uh old Steven. school horror movies. Is I Stephen like, like, No, I was thinking about like more of the Vincent Price movies, the Peter Cushing movies, like back in the 1950s, 60s. I thought it was a nice nod to those. The only
0: movie people are watching right now with Daniel Radcliffe and them are the Harry Potter movies.
1: Yeah?
2: All right, what's your third list got?
0: Alright. Is, is, that, that is that really... all we want to talk about on the second list?
2: I don't know. What do you got? You got yeah, something you, you want to you, you go you back? Wanna,
0: you wanna I actually liked like, your Ian McKellen one.
2: Yeah, I was going to say Ian McKellen. I was going Thank to
0: say you. Ian Thank McKellen, you. but I, I thought like that, that it was he didn't in the past 30 years. Like, But you, like he he still had The Hobbit in the 2010s. Um, he was in The Hobbit. Um, yeah, I like didn't he, see any of The Hobbit, Hobbit and movies. And he That's was actually in X-Men Days of Future Past. He, put, he reprised oh, Magneto in that. So Dude, like he's, he's, I'll give you, I'm going to give you that one. Like thank, he's, you, thank you. I'd well, like to see him
2: play something other than Magneto or Gandalf. But that's not this as list. As much as but I like, love
0: Magneto, Because of and that, Gandalf. that. Factor the fact that you don't have like Fastbender on there and you don't have. Um, Dude,
1: Fastbender made this list twice and I had to keep taking him off because.
0: Uh, and even James McAvoy, by your standards, like he's oh, James McAvoy's been in a lot of movies that hit. Split. Fuck
2: him, dude! I don't fucking get why people think that he's the best actor in the world because of Split. It's oh, like, I don't think he is at all. Either nah. every nah. one of those fucking characters
0: was mediocre. Every one of those like hundreds of people that he had to, or- did It's like, a
1: Shyamalan film. What do you expect? Shut up.
0: It's a Shyamalan. I think the film. fact that it has to do with Unbreakable gives it some credit, because uh, like people love Unbreakable, and like I know it, they it's do. a. You know. They really love Unbreakable.
1: Took me a long time to understand so why. So that would
0: be the only area that I would give you any pushback on that. But like I said, I don't. I Do
1: not Do you really guys want to come at me for Circus or Cumberbatch? I thought I thought those would be more no, controversial ben, ben, I mean, than they Benedict are. I mean, Benedict
0: Cumberbatch doesn't have a long enough body of work in 30 years for him to be really relevant. But you can't but deny he is a the hit maker. movie he's, yes. he's a hit maker. That's not one that I, I care enough about Batch. fighting you on. Sure. What was the other one you said?
1: Uh, the other Andy one, Sirkis. Andy
0: Serkis. You want to fight me on that? No, I mean he
1: doesn't. Same thing. He's the Hobbit. He's, he's, he's a character, he's, all. but like right. all of his movies are critical box office hits. Yeah. Well, I would there I would
2: attribute that to the idea of him getting the voice acting. I mean,
1: it's not. Doesn't it's not matter. It doesn't it's matter. He's he's a. You see a movie for Andy Serkis? Like his characters,
0: they're coming to he's the he, forefront. I don't think you. See he's it. in like he's in Black Panther.
2: Do you see him because Andy Circus, or do you see it because he's just involved in these extremely successful films?
1: That would be—I would take that to the parameters because, like, no, I, I agree with Ace. I don't think I don't agree with you on that one.
2: All right, is, fair. Andy Circus is one of those people where it's like, oh, you know, people are like, oh,
0: I got to get out and see the next Andy, Andy Circus, circus movie. movie. It's just so happy. I think the you're the just excited season. if
2: you realize that it's Andy
0: Circus in this movie. Sure, or you just give that character more credibility. You're like, sure. oh, he does that. This is what he does for a living, which means it's. It's a good role.
2: Either that or it's more of a, you know, like in a producer's standpoint, it's like, all right, give it to Andy. Like, so give let, the ball to let, Andy. He'll let me it. retract this. I, right.
1: I understand that we set certain parameters, but when I approached this, it was like, who's who's bringing in the box office consistently. I guess I wasn't more or less looking at uh, what
2: name gets what people, name.
1: what like the selling name. You know? And I think that's an interesting way to approach this. I guess it wasn't the proper way to approach it, given that's our parameters, how but, parameters, but I really was. And I said this at the beginning of this list segment, I was trying to shake it up a little bit because, and I like it. because I like the here's the contention. thing though, like you guys had more or less, there were a lot of overlaps and I have a lot of overlaps with what you did. But like for the box office, I was, I was trying to think like who's bringing in Bud, that like maybe they don't realize they're going to see. That's an interesting McKellen, idea. Cumberbatch, uh Cruz. McKellen's great. McKellen's great. I, yeah. I like
2: that one. Cruz, I, I
0: Here's the thing, though. If you're gonna put Cruz, you have you should technically have like Vin Diesel on there, too. Well, no, you guys brought no, up Vin Diesel. No, I didn't, no, 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 I didn't want to put him on my list. I didn't want to put him on my list because you guys really already brought great, him
3: up.
2: There are some really great 90s movies with Tom Cruise, like Tom Cruise, really had was at the peak in the beginning of the nineties, and even, then as even the two thousands, like, as the two thousands came, it really like just War of the World dude. down. Like yeah, you yeah, had War of the World, Oblivion. But then but then you had all the fucking Reacher movies, and now which were even financial Reacher, success, but he's not even Jack Reacher anymore. No, he's right? Tom it, Cruise. Isn't it going to be fucking?
1: Oh, it's uh John no, Krasinski. well John Krasinski's doing the yeah. TV show. Oh, that's what it is. That's okay. what it is. Yeah, that's what it is. But Tom Cruise paved the way. Yeah.
2: Fucking fine.
0: What do you think? You want to hear the, uh,
2: yeah, let me get your subjective list. What fucking 1950s fucking (laughs) actors do you have? Vin Diesel
0: was in movies in the nineties, just so we're all clear. Yeah, I know he was the voice of some dog. He was the iron giant. Yeah, that's what the tour was. That's he was, was the was. Iron and Giant. That's in, right. He's in Saving Private Ryan. That's he's right. He's in Boiler Room. Yeah, he, he was really good room. in all those movies. So, I mean, I'm just saying, you know, like, uh, oh, mindy's, oh, mindy's oh, mindy's deserves guys. a little bit of credit. Knock around, guys. Knock around so knock guys. Good. That's a that's fun cool. one. Triple, uh, Triple X was early 2000s. Yeah, they Triple were so X fun. Go ahead.
1: All right. So
2: crank for the 2000s.
1: Again, I want to be very specific with you guys before I just jump into this. Just real quick. Keep jumping. Um when I was defining my subjective list, I personally had three parameters. Dynamic choices okay. fr- from the actor. Okay. Emotional connection to the performances on the part of the viewer. Me. Right. Me. And then the last one was I, I really I wanted to focus on the idea of the celebrity and not seeing. The actor, but seeing the role. So what I think okay. of. So what I think. What I'm trying to get at is that when when I'm watching this this actor's performance, I'm not watching the actor. I'm watching the character that they're trying to convey. Yeah. Okay. What do you so got? It, so with that in mind, uh, dynamic choices, emotional connection, and not seeing the celebrity. My number one was Heath Ledger. Oh, good one. My second, even with a night's tale. Yep. Yeah, I because. Yeah, I could ignore it because like he was having fun. I didn't really know him as a person. He's I was got, like, he's
2: got better better pieces of work than a night style. Yeah, fine.
1: He's dead. I'm not gonna fight you.
2: <laughs>
1: Second, Shia, Shia LaBeouf. Jaya Labo. Third, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yeah, Philip's great. Uh, fourth, Daniel. Yep. Fifth, it, it, I got to be honest, it, it made the list because of our conversations last week. Robin Williams.
2: Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's I, was, good. I was I was very really, I was thinking about it this week afterwards and I'm like how the fuck is Robin Williams not dude, on my list? Dude,
1: dynamic. I connect with him emotionally and yeah. honestly up until recently I had no idea who he was. I was so happy to just what? I was just so happy to dive into this character. What what Robin Williams movies have you not seen? No, 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 no. I, again, going back to my parameters. I didn't know him as a celebrity. When he's taking on a role, I was like, sure, I'm just diving into who you're presenting. Okay.
2: Okay. I thought for a second you just weren't aware of Robin Williams. No, no,
1: no, no, no. All right. So my next one, uh, I tried I tried specifically to include some of my favorite female actors on here. Uh, and that brings me to number six, Melissa Leo,
2: Melissa Leo. Who the fuck is that?
0: The mom from the fighter. Oh, 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 she's in, um,
1: prisoners. And, and she was also yeah. in prisoners. Yeah. 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 I know what you're talking uh, about. Uh, she was also the most hated woman in America. She was in Novi. Uh, what, how do you pronounce this? Novitiate? Uh, she was in all the way. She was also in Charlie countryman. She was in flight. She was in, Charlie she was countryman. in the big short, dude. Yeah, she's got yeah, all yeah, these yeah. beautiful dynamic. I little, never knew her by name, but exactly. Yeah, dude, she's so good. Uh, this, might not hit you guys, but Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah. Michelle she's on my list. Uh, the uh, mother, uh, wizard of lies recently with Robert De Niro, dark shadows, stardust. I am Sam lies. What lies beneath. And my personal favorite Batman returns, Batman returns. She's so good in that movie. Anyway, uh, moving on. Uh, number eight was Francis McDormand. Oh, very good. Very Na- good. Number, very good. N- number nine. Again, he made my list all across the board, but I didn't know where to put him. Me, personally, I'm going to go ahead and say it. Fassbender. Fastbender. No, number nine for me is Fassbender. And just real quick, I want, to, I want to defend myself. You don't have to. I won't fight you on Fassbender. Steve Jobs. <laughs> Fucking that there That's alone. That's what you're going to defend yourself on? No, well, I, I have a whole list, but I, I would... Like Go there's ahead. plenty of
2: movies, other than that, that Fastbender was awesome in.
1: But I would argue like Fast Fastbender and Steve Jobs, that that stands like on its own, like two legs. Like you look at that movie and you can see how much of a powerhouse, like dynamic, emotionally connected actor he is. However, I do have a full list if you want to hear it. I think Magneto is probably his biggest role. Magneto, Magneto is his, biggest, is his role. biggest role. And quite honestly, like even in like a Hollywood like action movie, he kills it, he kills it on a very like emotional level. You're like dude, I feel where you're coming from. Like you're doing shit that like nobody else is doing in these kinds of movies. Um, And then lastly, and I, I would actually just like to take a minute to address why he is on this list. Josh Brolin, Brolin, fucking Josh Brolin. Brolin, man. And can I just go down the list real quick? Hail Caesar. Everest, Sicario, Inherent Vice, Sin City number two, Old Boy, Labor Day, True Grit, Jonah Hex, you can say what you want about it. Uh, Wall Street, the one with Shia. He was in Milk. He played George W. Bush in uh W, American Gangster, Planet Terror, No Country for Old Men, and Hollow Man. Dude, he is such a dynamic fucking actor. And like none of those roles, I'm like, oh, it's Josh Brolin. I'm like. Josh, Ooh, Brolin. It's Josh Brolin, It's Josh Ooh. Brolin, like Ooh. he's coming to the table with something new and Ooh. interesting, dude. Yeah. So like Josh Brolin was the one I was so happy to kind of fucking land on as like the capstone to my list. But that's 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 where I land Good list. Where's Leo? He's not on it. No, like again, I was trying to, I, the, the parameters for me were dynamic choices, emotional connection, and then not seeing the celebrity. Unfortunately, Leo got chopped off the list because when I think of Leo, I have to acknowledge a certain amount of celebrity. I think sure. of him. I think of him in sure. terms of crusader for climate change. I think of him in terms of like running around with a squirt gun and like his big beard and like fucking all these underage chicks. Like but you think that, sh- that, you think that reflects on his
0: characters? It
1: brings a certain weight to his role. When I go to see a Leo movie, I expect a certain amount of like prestige. Like When he's making a movie, I expect a lot. When I list these actors, I am very excited to just get lost in whatever they bring. Okay, fine. that's fair.
2: That's, that's fine. Fair. Have you seen Frank with Fassbender?
1: Frank with Fassbender? No, I have not.
2: It's, it's a movie called Frank and Michael Fassbender, isn't it?
1: <laughs> I'll have and to your check in
2: Your boy scoots in it, too. <laughs> Oh Scoot. Your boy Scoot's
1: in it. Dude, the only reason Scoot didn't make this list is because his whole career hinges on TV. Um, sure. Uh, Halt Halt and Catch Fire like is is the main one for me. Like Halt and Catch Fire just showed me. Listen, guys, I have to piss like a motherfucker. I don't really have much to say about my list. I mean, unless you guys want to fight me on it. You want to fight him? I think it's a pretty solid list. They're your lists.
2: They're your lists and it sounds like you want to fight them but you don't want to fight them. No. Yeah, what do you want to fight me on? Not interested. It's, Come on, it's like bring you it up. want to fight them but you kind of don't want to. Not interested. Not interested. Josh wow. Brolin,
1: Fassbender, McDormand, Pfeiffer. No, those are, those are actually like really solid. All, I like those all of like them. McDormand yeah. especially.
2: they solid especially.
0: actors, dude. I like
1: all of them. I just think... Um, Who's the I'm one not, that looks you're, like... You're, you're, pissed, you're pissed that I didn't operate within a certain set of parameters and I kind of like made my own parameters. For the first two lists, I don't give a fuck about your third list because that's
2: all subjective. It's you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The first
0: two lists, yeah. Because we... Yeah.
1: Yeah,
2: I had to fucking go through the 15 minute fucking bashing of Jamie Foxx twice. <laughs>
0: because essentially all three of your lists are subjective. Well,
1: I don't like having a boss. I also had fucking three days. So, in fairness, I had a week and I put in three days. So, well, fine. Fine, doggy. <laughs> fine,
2: fine. Well, what do you guys say? Have you been drinking and have you been watching?
1: I have been
0: drinking. And I've been watching.
2: Andrew, you've been drinking, you've been
1: watching?
0: I've been drinking and I have been watching. Mm -hmm. All right. That's this
1: week. We'll catch you guys next week. And I've been watching. Bye. Lates.